Some girls just want to watch World Cup. Jeff Dale's another draft day. Dale is top five has the 98. I got one. just loves him some Kevin James. Fucking Kevin James. It's the history of bad. It's bad. It's the history of bad. It's so bad. It's the history of bad ideas. It's the history of bad. Oh, yeah. It's the history of bad. Please note that any comments, jokes, questions, maybe, anything that we say on the History of Bad Ideas is all in good fun, and remember, we insult everybody. Our thoughts, opinions, questions, anything else, actions that we do on the show do not reflect any of our employers, organizations, advertisers, or anyone else that is associated with the History of Bad Ideas. And remember, at the end of the day, it's just a joke. Welcome to the History of Bad Ideas, episode number 390. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. I'm Blake. I'm Jim. Hey! Yay. We're all here in the studio. Blake, welcome back to the studio. It's Thank been you. 18, 16 months. Yes, I've enjoyed my uh, hiatus. It, well, I, and you, my the, vacation. In those 16 months, you were on four Skype episodes. Yes. So that was pretty impressive. <laughs> Those are in quality four episodes. That's right. <laughs> Best episodes ever. By my standard. <laughs> <laughs> so we are back in the studio. It's a wonderful day. Yay. Last week was a tease because Doug was here. Jim was here. Me, Jack. Are you saying Doug is, is a tease? Doug is a tease. Doug is. We don't call him Big D for nothing. That's right. We don't call him Big D. Well, we do in <laughs> listener feedback. <laughs> They do on the horse ranch. Hell yeah. <laughs> but it is, it still is a, a tease because we do have an uh, intern fax machine this week instead of uh, intern hackney. <laughs> so we're still, not, we're still not complete until hackney comes back. Oh, I think it has a joke of the day here too. Look oh, to read? I am awesome. not allowed to tell jokes of the day anymore. I've been banned. You are. You have been banned. After last week, you should have been banned. Yeah, I'll be honest. <sighs> Blake, did you hear my joke of the day last week? <laughs> nope, stop it. No, but I would like to hear it now. I've listened to every other episode at the times two speed because you guys are more funny that way. What was the joke of the week last week? I'm not allowed to repeat it. <laughs> Hold on a second. Uh, cover your ears. Oh, wait, you were wearing your <laughs> headphones. My ears are covered. You cover your... Cover your Microphones, <laughs> cover your microphones and let Jim read it. No, me. no, intern fax machine has a joke this week. Bong, 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 bong. Let me read it for him since fax machine can't read. Hey, Jeff. Yes, intern fax machine. What rock group has four men that don't sing? Um, I'll say the Go Go's. What? <laughs> The Go-Go's do not have four men that sing. Well, I guess you got a point there. Well, that's better than me. Okay, same, moving on. Same thing with Josie and the Pussycats. <laughs> Mount Rushmore. I like my answer better. Well, even though it's not... Wait, hold on. Right. Did you say rock band or rock group? I said uh, rock group. Okay, it makes sense. Makes sense. All right, but it's not a bad joke. What concert costs just 45 cents? Uh, Nickelback. 50 Cent featuring Nickelback. <laughs> ah, bump, bump, bump. Why wouldn't it be 55? 
Because you get a nickel, nickel back. Oh, no, you joking. see? Uh, you're like, well, you give 50 cent and you get you know, a he was nickel shot. back. <laughs> he was shot nine times. I heard. Yeah, yeah. Drawn and quartered, you know, beaten. <laughs> yep. Still can't kill him, though. Keel hauled? The keel keel hauled? Oh, I love the key haul. Didn't, didn't he make a movie about that or HBO series about himself? Power? 50 cent. Yeah, it was called Power, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I have no idea. I don't think that was an autobiography. Isn't season two coming out? Uh, they ended that show after five seasons. Oh. <laughs> You're a little bit behind. I'm slow. Spoilers. So, nobody's drinking beer tonight. I'm drinking, I am though. Claw. Well, it's a seltzer. Oh, no. Well, truly, truly. Peach tea. Truly. Well, in sad news, talking about rappers dying. Yes. The state Shut of Ohio up. lost one of its own. Columbus rapper Boog the Bandit. Boog the Bandit was shot and killed in attempted robbery. Like he was attempting to rob someone? No, no, somebody attempted to rob her. Oh. Okay. <laughs> is this like a pronoun game or is it her name is Boog? Her the Bandit? name is Boog. Her name is, is Boog the Bandit. That's okay. okay. Courtney Bruce. Oh. Mm-hmm. How old was she? Like 22. Oh, has she ever done anything that we heard? A bunch, not that we heard, she did a bunch of stuff, uh, (laughs) a bunch of, like, online shit became popular. So she's like, did she do Friday? Friday! No. She doesn't have 52 producers for a single song like Beyonce. Oh, so she's a musician. She's actually a musician. Could be. (laughs) Maybe. She may actually write her own stuff. Yeah, but Beyonce does all the single ladies, all the single ladies. Put a ring on it. If you loved me. Put a ring on it. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. Put a ring on it. Yeah. Is it just me, or is that song better when you got Andy Samberg and Horatio Sands dancing back up? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. I thought it'd be <laughs> or Tom Hanks, Mr. Pumpkin. I'll be honest. I'll be, I'll be honest. I think Horatio Sands makes everything better, except Boat Trip. Um, oh, no, that wasn't him, was it? Was he in Boat Trip with Cuba Gooding Jr.? Yeah, that was yes, great. Okay. I've watched an ep- a uh, clip of Saturday Night Live where uh, Andy Samberg's character was doing a like uh, community workshop thing, teaching people how to use MySpace. <laughs> oh God! And he goes in there and goes like, "Oh, I thought this everybody's a little older than I thought it would be." They look in, and I think it was uh, uh, Julie Louise Dreyfus is like, "Oh yeah, my my kids use this. I just want to kind of get on, see what they're doing." And everybody else was men in their 45s with mustaches. <laughs> <laughs> and Horatio Sands being one of them, and he was really enjoyable in that skit. <laughs> sounds, like a, sounds like a progressive commercial, progressive insurance commercial. Uh, again, like I told you years ago, <laughs> a couple of years ago, we were at the library, and there was a creepy old man, and he was like 50, 45, 50, so Blake's age. And he was watching, uh, he was looking at photos of women in scantily clad overalls eating apples. What's wrong with that? Everything, it was apple lovers or something like that. Sounds good to me. That sounds like professor number one. <laughs> it might be professor number one. Uh, speaking of Saturday Night Live, the rumors are that um, uh, Cicely Strong, Kate McKinnon, and Pete Davidson are leaving. Well, you know, she's got that I Horizon that. commercial future going for her. Who? Kate, Kate, McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. And Doritos. I, I like Cicely Strong a Pringles. lot. Cicely Strong kind of, this past year, has kind of been... Phased out. Phased out a little yeah. bit. But she's been hilarious in the stuff I, she's done. She's one of my favorite cast members. Mm-hmm. Uh, they keep saying Keenan might be gone. I don't think Keenan's gone. I think they would have done a bigger send-off, because he's one of the longest-running... Mm. He is the longest-running. Yeah. He's been on it for, like, what, 
30 years, ever since he was 15. He's up there with Daryl Hammond. He passed Daryl Hammond. <laughs> ever since he was on Nickelodeon. <laughs> yeah. Kel's on there next. <laughs> okay, stop it. Jeff, Jeff, Jim's looking up pe- people eating apples. It's disgusting. <laughs> stop it. I googled women in overalls eating apples. <laughs> you know what? If you were at the library, you're probably the only few people that weren't high off of marijuana smoke when you had to walk in. Uh, out here, it's meth. <laughs> it's different. It's oh, meth. you're talking about the Harrison, not yeah, the downtown yeah, yeah. Cincinnati one. We're in the country. Yeah, not downtown Cincinnati. You have to run the marijuana gauntlet to get <laughs> in that right. one. Um, yeah. So there you, uh, Let's see here. Uh, they also said uh, Keenan Thompson has been on the show 18 seasons. Does that include Good Burger? Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger Cat. Take your order. I still think he brings a good aspect to the show. I think you need somebody that strong to mm-hmm. to be there. Um, they also said Kyle Mooney might be leaving too. What? No. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Uh, <laughs> it's like he did like one skit. I remember. I, I like Kyle Mooney. I mean, yeah, he does his little thing, but he really only has like one skit. I remember. He doesn't have he doesn't have any real reoccurring characters. No, he does a lot of the uh, Adam Sandberg stuff he used to do, like you know, just kind of mm-hmm. like the one off musics or mm-hmm. you know, uh, Beck Bennett, who I don't mind. I like him. I you know, if you're going to lose Keenan Thompson, you gotta keep. I think you gotta keep him as like the. Veteran oh. presence. Oh, he's Beck Bennett's in like ninety percent of their skits. Yeah, I still don't know who you guys are talking about. I, I haven't watched an entire episode of SNL unless Dave Chappelle's on. It's funny enough. I mean, there's hit or miss again. This season, I'd say probably if there's twelve skits, eight of them are funny. Wow, yeah. that much. Yeah, this has been a pretty good season. I usually yeah. watch the one skit people were talking about and the news, and that's about all. The I've news seen. is pretty funny. I will say that. I wish they would do the write the jokes for the other person all the time, every episode, <laughs> rather than at Christmas and at the end of the year. Yeah, Colin Jost and Michael Chase. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think the I think the news is strong. I would say the the skits have been better this year, <laughs> and I think part of it is because they've gotten kind of away, especially lately, of the political humor. Like, they still have it, but it's kind of... Oh, oh yeah, since Trump's not in office, they can actually do other jokes. Yeah, they free themselves up. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Well, they could have been doing other jokes the whole time. Well, they kept having the president fall down. Uh, I don't know. Chevy Chase comes in, he falls down. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> which, it, I guess, which I guess you could do with Biden. <laughs> I mean... Damn it, Gerald Ford. Uh, <laughs> damn it, Uncle Joey. Well, I mean, it's pretty much the same thing, wasn't it? Like... The stairs to the airplane. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that then yeah. Ford just had the reputation because he tripped once. Mm-hmm. You can have like Biden sniffing Kate McKinnon's hair. I mean, that work out. Allegedly, too. doesn't Kate McKinnon play Biden though? Because she does like everybody. She does pretty much. Probably did. I mean, I don't know. Allegedly, I'm allegedly, allegedly. Uh, let's see here. Uh, one which uh, frequent guest of the show, Izzy. From everything I learned from movies. Everything I learned from movies. Happy birthday. Uh, go to Untidy Venus on, uh, what is that? Etsy. Etsy. Thank you. Etsy. Etsy. Uh, you do not find people eating apples on that as much. You might. On Reddit, you do. And what's that thing we were on? Tumblr? Tumblr. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't want to see the people eating apples no. on Tumblr. No, no, no. <laughs> Probably um, couldn't even understand it. Oh, I don't know how to get there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on Tumblr. I don't know how to get out. I always spell it wrong. 
You, you put know, an E in there? I always have an E. Speaking of Tumblr and Twitter and in technology, you guys were talking about it earlier. I had a pretty good joke that I read uh, a lady on Twitter saying, you know what? If people should come check my Twitter. I should have like a theme song playing so they know what I'm all about. <laughs> and the response was, welcome to MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, we finally found the generation too young to remember MySpace. Oh, correct. <laughs> oh. That was it. Is it still around? I know Justin Timberlake bought it. I think it exists. <laughs> does uh, Ask Jeeves, does that still exist? Nope. Aww. It's still more reliable than Bing. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you have Chandler, it's named after Chandler Bing. What do you expect? <laughs> Could I have any more Google searches? Uh, that was my Chandler Bing. <laughs> Thank you for telling me I wouldn't have recognized. <laughs> Could I be wearing any more clothes? That was my Joey. Doing Chandler. Yes, literally. That's what I heard. But I'm bumped. Let's see here. So happy birthday, Izzy. Thank you. Yeah. Well, it's hey, not your birthday. I'm just saying thank you for Izzy. Don't, don't forget to use the Hobie promo code so you can pay a 25% surcharge. That's right. Uh, on her Etsy page, Hobie Pod. So I uh, do want to say um, Hobie has some videos coming up on our YouTube stage, uh, video. Or, I'm sorry, YouTube page, History of Bad Ideas on YouTube. Uh, we Brad and I just did a review. Brad from Cinema Guys did a review with uh, Army of the Dead. Uh, yeah, I wanted to ask you about that. Well, hold on, because I was too lazy to watch it, but I just wanted to ask I'll, you I'll talk about to you it. in a second about. It. And then also later this week, I think this week, we have a pretty big interview with uh, one of Raven Banners who did um, Vampiro's documentary, uh, Nail in the Coffin. <laughs> uh, but Raven Banner was very nice to set us up with a director uh, of Spare Parts. And there's a lot more people involved in that one, so it was it was very interesting. It was a great interview. We had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, a lot It'll of be those, out later. A lot of those people had faces for visual nope. visualized podcasts. They did. Yes, they did. Actually, Brad and I did not seem to fit with definitely that. for YouTube. Yes. Yes. Now, watch the YouTube. Yes. Black out Brad and I, and everyone else looks pretty, <laughs> including Andrew, the, the, the director. So don't worry. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and also, uh, since I Comic Expo. Be listening, because uh, tickets might be going on sale if you don't have yours soon. So just to let you guys know, it's coming. Uh, September 17th through the 19th at Cincinnati uh, Convention Center. Uh, Duke Energy Convention Center, sorry. Yes, get it right. They sorry. paid good money to sponsor that. That's right. Uh, and then you can take your, you can get a hotel downtown Cincinnati, take the streetcar, uh, and then get off at the streetcar and walk two blocks to the Duke Energy Convention Three Center. Blocks. Three blocks. And get, go in and see Hobie. Uh, we'll be on the stages helping out, and uh, it'll be a big year for us. We can't announce anything yet, what we'll be doing, but uh, it'll be some good stuff. Um, Can we announce that uh, Intern Hackney will be there? Intern Hackney will be there. Mm-hmm. Number one fan, Doug, will be there. Uh, Blake mm-hmm. Bot will be there. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, Blake is going to be a cardboard cutout at our booth, and you can just take your picture with him. Well, I needed to ask you mm-hmm. if you could use your uh, Hobie influence there, Jason. Uh-huh. Because uh, our Hobie press pass has been put on the wait list. <gasps> dun dun dun. Where? For Gen Con. What? You need to get. You need to pull your uh, Hobie weight with Stasha, there, the PR lady, and uh, get us taken care of. Because I've been put on the wait list for. So Hobie. I. D- I do know that the conventions because there's other mm-hmm. podcasts. That and we need to hashtag Gen Con for this. So if she's like doing research. We pop up, so we're at least legit. I can do that. I can do yeah. that. Uh, I do know that a lot of the conventions are not allowing as many 
uh, press passes because yeah. they don't know how many people are going to be allowed in their facilities in most of these places. Yeah. It, it, they did send out a questionnaire in regards to uh, people's concerns and masks and numbers of folk. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't answer and respond to that. And so maybe that is the possibility. They haven't given out an actual number of people who are being allowed press mm-hmm. passes, not to mention just regular passes. But it, I was a little confused because we did get our press pass in 2020. Yep. They said, you know, if you have one in 2020, it gets rolled over. But when I go in under our Hobie, under mm-hmm. the, the, aka formerly known as Musings of the Geek, <laughs> but I did throw everything else in there, like, you mm-hmm. know, Nerdly UK and yep. everything I learned from movies. I mean, our association <laughs> with... No, but... <laughs> no, but, but seriously, yeah, it is kind of... It is, so I'm, I am kind of confused because they did send me a housing request link, which you mm. only get if you have a pass. Correct. But they haven't assigned me a pass, and so I did email Stasha, and it you know, didn't work out. So I don't know what's going on. Uh, I think you... You probably will get one, but I do know that a lot of the conventions are yeah. pausing a lot of that stuff because they don't know how many people they... Because obviously yeah. they're going to give it to a paying customer, yeah. especially now. Could it have been in the questionnaire for COVID? You said, I don't have COVID by a very uh, contagious measles. Is that a bad thing? Mm. Is that your answer? No, I said uh, I didn't believe in vaccinations and I had the D variant. Okay. And I traveled to the UK recently. And India, so you're in fine. India. Yep, you're fine. Via India, via India. That's a long commute. <laughs> no, save fourteen dollars. <laughs> but see, I, I don't think Gen Con understands how big we are with the Comic Expo. That is true. That you is know, true. It, it maybe you know maybe I have to get Andrew to pull some strings because I'm sure he doesn't want me at the expo this I'll year. I'll be honest. I don't think he's going to help you after you called him Andy. I'll be honest. I don't <laughs> think it's going to happen. I know. I do that on purpose. Yeah, I know. Andrew, I, I love you, man. Ah, uh, sure you do. I'm just pulling your strings. Sure you do. Uh, Andy does not like you. For people who don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I think he called you a bitch one time, didn't he? <laughs> I think he did. Punk ass bitch. Yeah, I think he did. <laughs> he called you a pab. Yeah. It's, okay. it's okay. I said I like paps. Oh, nobody does. Blue but... ribbon. <laughs> uh, we'll get to some stuff here soon. Uh, Twitter poll of the week this week was, uh, which recently released wrestler uh, will have the best post WWE career. Uh, we have Braun Strowman, who's the real-life version of Solomon Grundy, Jim. Uh, Aleister mm-hmm. Black, uh, Buddy Murphy, and Ruby Riot. I have no idea who these people are. Uh, all, Buddy Murphy related to Eddie Murphy? Yes. Okay. Yes. What? Brothers. Brothers. Really? No. Uh, <laughs> so you just said yes. I would have I would have believed you. All of them are good. I would have picked Ruby Riot as the one that should have the best career, but it's going to be... Alistair Black. Braun Strowman supposedly is going to Hollywood. He's a big guy. But Ruby Riot isn't related to uh, Jake the Snake? No. Because his sister was uh, Rockin' Ruby or something. Rockin' Robin? Rockin' Robin. That's right. Get the fuck out. Get out. Sorry. I've been catching up on my uh, Dark Side of the Ring so I can relate to oh. you. <laughs> so I do have some questions Boxing after you, the you reveal the best WWE post-career. Buddy Murphy at 10%. Uh, second, third place was Ruby Wright at 18%, and winning 52% to 20%, Alistair Black above Braun Strowman. I think Alistair Black will be the... Yeah, Tommy End will mm-hmm. be his name again. Yes. And, uh, he's going to AEW, I think. You know, at a certain point, AEW has to cut, like, what, 50 wrestlers? They have way too many under... I mean, I know they got four shows coming total, but geez, will Pete, two of them are on YouTube, but my God. Just as long as they don't cut the Hollywood hunk, he is awesome. He's got his own troop right now, his own uh, group. I know. Love, uh, <laughs> love him. 
Uh, Blake, you you had a question did, did about Army of the Dead. You don't watch it? No, I I, I mean to watch it, mm-hmm. and I know that uh, you did your uh, review. Mm-hmm. It was you know on your solo side projects that you yes. do. This you got that Hobie Cash rolling in. Call me Paul McCartney. You know uh, exactly. <laughs> that's right. No, so so question. I did think about this. Mm-hmm. Like Army of the Dead, right? Yes. So when they first did the uh, commercial, you know, uh, trailers for, it's like, oh, you know, mercenaries on a hit squad, a special con, you know, not a con job, robbery job, yep. Las Vegas. I'm like, okay, that could be kind of cool. And then they're like, except for zombies. I'm like, hold on a second. Why wouldn't they want to keep that, like, secret and make that a special left turn, kind of like what uh, Tarantino did with his... Uh, you know the uh, vampire uh, one uh, from Dust Till Dawn, oh, where, okay. where, you, where you thought it was just regular, mm-hmm. you know, Tarantino I, mob movie. Then all of a sudden, the vampire stuff comes out, and you're like, "Whoa, it's a vampire movie!" Why did why did you know? Would it have been better if they because Zack Snyder's not as good as Quentin Tarantino? Uh, well, one Rodriguez directed that. Oh yeah, Tarantino he did. I'm sorry. Just acted in it. And did he not write it? Two did people not know it was a vampire movie well i didn't when i watched it (laughs) (laughs) and that's what made it great in my mind it would have been better i think but i mean as far as i knew in all the ads i saw Uh, you know what i I think you might be right because i rented that from blockbuster look it up kids and i don't remember ever seeing it come in theaters i think you're right i don't think i realized it was gonna be vampires either yeah but you know i but i think you're right but this but the same thing i mean you got uh what's his name from um Guardians of the Galaxy. Who's Chris who's, Pratt? No, not Chris Pratt. The big guy, Dex. Dave Dex. Dex. Sorry, <laughs> Dex. Drax. Dexter. <laughs> the Dexter, Dexter guy from oh, HBO. Yeah, that yeah. Guardian guy. Dexter. Yeah, Guardian guy. Right. Uh, but Dave Bautista. Yeah, Dave Bautista. Yeah. You know, you know, fresh off of that, uh, what was it that uh, Uber police cop movie? Uh, Stuber. 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 That was okay. Whatever, yeah. Nothing great. No, but no, but seriously, I mean, I thought that would have been great if they did it that way and they spun it that way. And then as soon as it got out that it was a zombie flick, then pushed the zombie aspect on it. I think Zack Snyder really wanted to show the zombie tiger in the trailer. I think that was the big thing. Siegfried and Roy's tiger is in it. It is what they play it up as. Oh. In Siegfried and Roy? No, they're not. They're Why not? not? I don't know. No, um, aren't they both are. passed? Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. Well, I did think it was but, funny because so basically the zombie plague starts in Vegas, and so they cut they cut it off from the rest of the country yeah. by putting cargo containers, stacking them <laughs> all around the city. Hey, I, I will say that is a good third world defense for a Ford operating case <laughs> because that's been used. Okay, Trust me, that's I have, why I have pictures. But no, no. But seriously, I, if you go with the. Uh, you know, the crack team were going to rob mm-hmm. something in Las Vegas, and all of a sudden it's like, zombies, blah! Yep. You know, I thought it would have been great. And then when the word's out, you go with the full, you know, the full thing. But Or is he waiting for to do that for the Snyder Cut? So, uh, so <laughs> Is he going to cut his own movie, the Snyder Cut of they're making, Army of the Dead? He's making a dark comedy ro- romantic film prequel with the uh, safe cracker, who is awesome in it. Yeah. Um, they're making a animated prequel, uh, about Bautista's group when they first go into Vegas, like originally, Man. to clear it out. Then they're making a sequel. So they have like this whole universe they're building. With Zack that Snyder's said, Army of the Dead universe? I will say it's two hours and two hours and 30 minutes. 
You could have taken about 20 minutes off. Jim, did you see this film? Yes. Did you like it? It was enjoyable. Yeah. It was, I, it was fun. I wouldn't call it good cinema, but it was entertaining. Yeah, it's a good time. You know, you can sit down, watch it, enjoy it, and yeah. If you like zombie movies and you like action flicks, and you know what you're in for, right? You're not going to get any masterpiece theater, right? Correct. Exactly. Or Shaun of the Dead. My issue was that they had a lot of stuff, and they didn't get to Hey, you see those zombies that were all frozen, basically, like in dust? Yeah. And then when the rain comes down, they come alive. Oh, this is going to be awesome when they come alive. Nope. Okay, uh, how about how about these robotic cyborg zombies over here? Wait a minute, what the fuck was that? That's a robotic one? What yeah, we're never going to talk about that. Zombies. There's a cyborg zombie in it. They're setting up the sequels. Do you oh. think it's a time loop? I hope not. Uh, <laughs> so I didn't think that, and then Brad was trying to explain it to me, and it's like you go back into the tra- like the show, and it's like, Oh, they're all wearing the same thing, like the dead soldiers. Yeah. They're all wearing the same stuff that Bautista's group is. And I'm like, oh, this could be a time loop. That could be interesting. Or it could be really, really bad. Or maybe it was a different, different th- team that went it, in. I thought it was a different team, too. But yeah. they all, like the one woman was wearing the same necklace, which was like especially given to her. Okay. And I'm like, huh. So I, it, it's enjoyable, though. I mean, if you don't take it for... More than what it is. So, so and going... that's why I don't make it more than it is. Correct. Correct. Don't have the time loop and add all this stuff into it. Just make it as a fun shoot 'em up zombie flick. Do you think Zack Snyder will add stuff that doesn't need it? I've never seen him do that. We'll probably have a four hour cut coming. Ugh, in not in widescreen. <laughs> but four, three, three, four. Three, four. <laughs> well, there, there. Which isn't even a regular cinematic dimension. <laughs> Well, they did address, uh, they did have an Easter egg of Dawn of the Dead in it, like his film that he mm-hmm. did, because in one of the scenes, they said there's an outbreak in Milwaukee where Dawn of the Dead, his Dawn of the Dead started. Uh, and I was like, oh, that's kind of clever. So a tie-in to Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Romero. I would, I would tell you to watch it. It's fun. It's enjoyable. Yeah, it's, I want to. I just haven't gotten around to it. It's, yeah, like, like, I mean, it's a fun film to watch and not think about. Mm-hmm. So uh, anything else we guys watched this week? Uh, I didn't know the Ultimate Warrior was such a prick. I haven't seen that one yet, but I can tell you, yes, he is. But it ended on a good note. Oh, what's that? He died? <laughs> no. You beat me he up. redeemed himself just before he died. And it was like, you can't, it's like one of those things where, you know, you can't write the story. Reality is stranger than fiction. And they do interviews with Jake the Snake because uh, they their history goes back pretty mm-hmm. far. And Jake the Snake got screwed out of his big title. Um you know, match for him with WWE and uh, Ultimate Warrior basically fucked it up for him. And Jake Snake was backstage. He said, literally, I was backstage. I had a roll of quarters in my fist. And when he came out of the induction speech, he was going to beat the shit out of him. In the Hall of Fame? Yeah, the Hall of Fame induction. Oh, my God. And uh, Jake the Snake said he was there. He was ready. And uh, Ultimate Warrior, which which his name was, I forget what's his real name. Was. Well, he changed his name to Warrior. Well, he, well yeah, no, but, but Jim Helwig. Jim yeah. Helwig, yeah, Jim Helwig. Basically, Jake's a snake. Somebody said something to him, he turned and looked away, and then somebody said, hey, Jake, and he looked back, and there was Helwig, and he was about, I'm going to beat the shit out of him, and Helwig goes, hey, I just want to apologize for you know being a jerk for in the past. I, that was a really horrible person to me. That's not who I am now. And Jake's snake was like, and he completely disarmed me. I was ready to beat the shit out of him. And then 
I'm glad I um, called yeah. that guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <You> know? <laughs> he didn't beat the shit out of him, but he did release a King Cobra onto him, and it just latched yeah. onto his arm forever. Yeah. Like, take it off! But but, but, the, but that was, that one was followed up with Jake the Snake and his family and I, his uh, sister. Rob, that's how I knew Rock and Robin. And mm-hmm. and uh, you want to talk about a horrible backstory of his dad being a wrestler yep. and incest and pedophilia? Like, oh my god! Yeah, there's a reason why Jake has had Shoot. a rough life. Yeah, I'm sorry, Jim. You're going to say something? I was going to say with with the uh, Alton Ward being a dick. Um, a lot of it comes from who he was working for. And the, the way he was, and the way he was treated by the guy he was working for. Yeah, yeah you, you talked to a number of uh, insiders and promoters that mm-hmm. they interviewed for this. They all didn't like him because he really didn't have a lot of wrestling talent. Correct. He just looked really good. He, again, he was, just, he, just, he was a bodybuilder. He was a bodybuilder. That hit the scene and yeah. was really popular in the lower circuits. And yeah. he was Vince's guy. The guy that Vince was going to make the next star. And and you're you're right. Some of the interviews with some of the promoters, like you're going to make that guy the next star because mm-hmm. first of all, people didn't like him, mm-hmm. and then they said he had no wrestling talent. He just looked the part. He, he looked the part, and then and then I give him credit for like uh, Hogan and uh, Andre the Giant for putting him over. Mm-hmm. But then he got to the top, and with no, he didn't really earn it. He got there, and then. He's still making the amount of money he's making is what a new person's making, mm-hmm. but he's a, he's they're trying to make him the face of the the entity of WWE. Yeah, well, and, and then he then he screwed it up and basically went to Vince and said, "I want Hulk Hogan money and treatment." And they and, said, and, and I won't. "No, oh yeah," and that's when he fired yeah. him uh, before the the uh, before the. The match you was supposed to have with Rob Roberts. Well, yeah. <laughs> I think and look at the guy Vince McMahon. You know, he had a lot of guys that he fell in love with because they were bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. Ahmad Johnson in the mid-90s was amazing. You know, like, he had mm-hmm. the look of a future star, but he couldn't fucking wrestle. Like, that was the biggest issue. And didn't he encourage steroid use? Allegedly. 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 Until, yes. until yeah. he went to trial, uh, was arrested I mean, or whatever. I think Vince did steroids himself, yeah. didn't he? Yes. Allegedly. I mean, allegedly. Uh, and that's why they moved into the Bret Hart era of a smaller guy being the champion because they needed somebody else. Ric Flair, Bret Hart, those guys, Shawn Michaels, because they weren't as big. Um, um, that Michaels one was pretty good, too. Oh, the A&E one? Documentary? Yeah. Yeah. Um, fun fact, if Hogan, uh, if they couldn't get Hogan to be the next big thing, like, there was a couple debates if he was going to be the Hulkamania thing. Um, one of the guys uh, Vince was going to hitch his wagon to was Tito Santana. Oh, yeah. Oh, Tito. Yeah, I, I remember Tito. That. Tito could wrestle. I love Tito Santana. And he was a good guy. Yeah. Everybody liked Tito. One of the few guys that never went to be, that never became a heel in, in uh, WWE. And he was the Spanish announcer in the 90s. Arriba! Tito 316. You I just <laughs> broke my table. <laughs> Not the Spanish announce table! Uh, Jeff, you watch anything this week? I don't think I did. Okay. Yep. Sorry. I mean, yeah, j- just the normal, you know, your my my Jeopardies and uh, and yeah, I suppose I watched, you know, This Is Us and a million little things. My dramas there. What did do you, you, What do you think of Blossom? 
As on I think she's doing a great job. They said she's one of the fan favorites now. I have not seen anyone say something bad about her. Oh, just wait till the internet gets a hold of that. Oh, but the internet, <laughs> that's where I've been seeing it. Wait until the, the Twitter like, sphere. The worst thing I saw about her was I still like so and so better. I saw she doesn't show enough cleavage. Is that on internet? <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. Oh. That's his personal complaint. You know what? I could that, see that on internet. Uh, Blake texted me that. <laughs> I, well, she is a neuroscientist. Yeah. She's, she's qualified to host. She's been good. I like her a lot. She's smart and she knows how to work a camera. Yeah. Except not enough cleavage, obviously. I think you need Pat Sajak on there. He's such a sassy ass right now on Wheel of Fortune. Just put that on to Jeopardy. Just let him do it there. Because... Pat doesn't give a fuck anymore. No, uh, we were watching it last night because my kids he, really like it. He's so tenured, it doesn't matter what he does. Well, then I could be wrong. Didn't he already uh, like sign his last deal or something? Isn't I he think so. But I, I don't know why. Retire? I don't know why he feels that comfortable because you get anybody who does the weather. Any weatherman can do that job. <laughs> <laughs> Not Tim Hedrick. No, well, that's what. Uh, uh, what's his name? Merv Griffin told Chuck Woolery when Chuck Woolery wanted more money to host uh, Wheel of Fortune. He goes, I can go down the hall and pull out any weatherman to do the job. And <laughs> Woolery dared him to, and then Sajak got the job. Really? Sajak was a weatherman. He pulled down there, pulled him out of the thing, and said, here you go. Because who says this isn't a history podcast? <laughs> I say it. <laughs> um, yeah, because I think it was yesterday they were like, the, the woman was like, I'll take a B as in... Bitch! Oh, <laughs> it, it was in, it was like T or it might have been T. She's like, I'll take T, and Sajak kind of looked at her because he couldn't hear. Like, and yeah. she's like T as in turtle, and he's like N as in no. <laughs> like, wow! Wow! <laughs> what is already taken? No, it wasn't in oh. there. I don't think yeah. it was T. It was a different letter, but it's just probably like the way she did it. And he just went back N as in no. <laughs> it's like, and my wife looked at me like, "Wow, okay." It's pretty saucy. I, today. I yeah. That just reminded me of Jeff and I's high school English teacher. When, oh, when we're <laughs> doing a multiple choice quiz, and he's giving the answers, and he was he's Indian. And so he has a little bit of an accent and be like, and the answer is B as in dog. <laughs> <laughs> is that B or D? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think it was B as in Vogue. Yeah. <laughs> B as in Vogue. Was that B or D? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, he got it right. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Move that on. Jim, you watch anything? Um, I watched something that you're not going to talk about because you haven't started it yet. What's that? I watched the end of Mayor of Easttown. You can give a general one. Do you like it? Oh, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And uh, is it kind of true detective-y except in a you know small town? It's not really true detective-y. It, it's still a drama. It um, makes sense. <laughs> it, it does make sense. I like true detective. And it was it was fun, like trying to guess on uh, who did it and everything. Yeah. Cause they, they I did it. Up. I hear there's a good curveball in there. Um, is it, was it kind of like a good unexpected curveball, or was it a twist or? It was a twist, twist that if you watched it, you could figure out. And uh, Stephen, so, so it's not as complicated as True Detective. No, <laughs> like Stephen King tweeted out before the last episode. Okay, everybody, who do you think did it? Give me your things and. And he goes, I have mine, but I'm not going to share it until after the fi- finale. 
Oh, well, that's like answering the Trivial yeah. Pursuit answer question. Oh, oh yeah, I Thanks, knew that Eric. one. <laughs> yeah, knew that uh, one. It was the moops. And I, and I just, I didn't, I didn't say anything. I just said the character name and put it out there. And because I watched it with my sister, and, mm-hmm. and we were right on what we were thinking. And he, Is it obvious? No. no. Okay. okay. And, he, and he posted. The, it's, it's never the most obvious or least obvious. Mm-hmm. It's the middlest Middle, obvious. Middlest obvious. And, and so he posted his, like, the Monday after it was on, he posted it, and everybody blasted him for spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> so he took it down and said, I'm just glad I was right. <laughs> <laughs> So it wasn't. It, it actually wasn't the the house that was haunted. So it wasn't a Stephen King story. <laughs> no, wasn't. Well, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't Tinkerbell. What? Uh, what's the what's the clown's name from it? Uh, Pennywise. Pennywise. Penny wasn't Pennywise. It wasn't Pennywise uh, coming out of the sewer. Was it Dolores Claiborne? No. Oh, damn it. Was it the shinning? Did that get involved? <laughs> the shinning? The <laughs> shinning. Copyright, boy. <laughs> Copyright. I am really proud of the makeup job they did putting makeup on Kate Winslet to make her look like she's not wearing makeup. <laughs> well, <laughs> did she show enough cleavage? Though? They put makeup well, no. on her to make it look like she's not wearing makeup? <laughs> I, I think they kind of ugly her up. Oh, okay. You mean they made her look more normal? Yes. There you go. Uh, so she got naked in it, and... She wouldn't let them cut anything, like, because they were going to edit out, like, a little bit of her stomach and that. And she's like, no, like, this is me. <laughs> and people are online, like, it's either two camps, like, good for her, you know, who cares? Like, you know, whatever. And then you got the old, well, she's not, you know, as attractive as she was in Titanic. I'm like, shut the Dude, fuck up. Let's see what you look like. That's 20 that years was ago. 20, like, yeah. three Let's, years ago. Let's see what you look like 23 years ago compared to now. I mean, she's more like the old lady in the, <laughs> <laughs> in the beginning of the Titanic. She, she was, <laughs> Again, she does same play. character. <laughs> she is a grandmother in the show. Oh, is she? Yeah. Oh, okay. I just like the Seinfeld episode. George is like, so I saw Titanic today. Jerry's like, oh. George is like, that old woman. She's kind of a whore, isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. That's that awesome. <laughs> no, but it, it's good to go. It, it's good to hear that because I've been looking for something to watch and, and all my... Insta, all my social media feed, for some reason, I keep getting pinged with uh, flesh and bone or bone and flesh or whatever that is. That was... That's eh. on YouPorn, isn't it? No. No, no that's, that's on... That's bone and flesh. Oh. <laughs> that's on what? Netflix or... Yeah, it's like Netflix yeah, or something. Netflix. And, keeps, and, and the articles I kept getting forwarded to me, keeps like, must watch, must watch, da 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 I'm like, is this like advertisement or, or, or just because I clicked on a Game of Thrones or something and... I watched about two or three episodes of that and didn't get caught right away. The so. concept doesn't really enthrall me. It's like, oh, it's kind of like a Russian Empire kind of thing, and there's this thing in between that's dark and nobody knows what it is, but there's a special person that uh, gets born with magical powers that can deal with it. I'm like, I'm bored already. Yeah. it's It seems to be a lot to understand and not a lot of time to give you to figure it out to get hooked on the show. They're just throwing a bunch of plot things out there, and you're like, "Yeah, no, no." Every three minutes, we need a new plot point. It's weird. And, oh, George and, Lucas wrote it. Instead of bringing <laughs> stuff together and actually making it, bringing people in early and then adding stuff to it late and kind of building on it. But mm-hmm. all right, um, so Mayor of Easttown, I should watch it then. Mayor of Easttown okay. was good. Did uh, anybody else watch the Nevers? 
Never. That's on my list to watch, but I have not watched. Never it was good. Never. What's that on? I've HBO. Actually, okay. I've actually seen it's only parts six episodes. of episodes, uh-huh. and it looks interesting. I almost want to watch it, but it, it looks just a little too strange. Did you uh, get hooked on Sweet Tooth yet? No. I haven't either. I thought it was originally like a kid's show. Supposedly, it's not a kid's show at all. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I heard about this until like today or yesterday or something. Mm-hmm. I saw people like tweeting or talking. It's about eleven it. years after the uh, like a virus takes over the world that turns people like into deers, like half man, half deers, and like the offspring are there. It's weird. Oh yeah, I see. I saw something like that. A kid with like antler head. Yeah, and, and I'm I like, thought it what was, the hell is this? I thought it was a kid's thing. And I was talking to somebody today, and like, uh, I would not let your kid watch it. In one scene, they burn a kid alive in a in a house, and I'm like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> he deserved uh, it. Well, he had the virus, yeah. so. See, I thought when Teach I heard your kids right. When I heard if sweet, you catch the virus, you're you're getting burned. burned. When I heard sweet tooth, I thought I was at the old uh, Sony PlayStation game that had the uh, cars, the the twisted metal. Yeah, twisted metal. I was like sweet tooth from twisted metal. <laughs> Good job, Jeff. I would have watched that. That was a fun game. Yeah, I only know that because I was watching. Uh, um, actually, on uh, the uh, YouTube's, oh. and there was a question about on the YouTube's about sweet twisted kid. metal and sweet tooth. <laughs> you know, they were supposed to be uh, making a movie of that. Um, of Twisted Metal, and that's been in, like, development hell. Uh, also want to let you guys know that I uh, want to say thanks to Steve. Uh, I was on Castaway this week. Uh, you made Castaway. Cast away. What did you cast? Won't be out to July. I realize that, but you can give us a heads up on what? Apes. Oh, you uh, cast the ape movies. Not apes, just ape movies. So, yeah, picked. You're and, an expert on that. Well, you know what? <laughs> Not to spoil it, but I did do a little history dig into it. And every time before my uh, uh, my You're... pick, I gave a fun fact about apes. Oh. <laughs> so it's an educational one. Wow. So it'll be out in July. Uh, so I guess since it. you're representing history of bad ideas, you got to throw some history That's out right. there. That's right. That's right. So I did not do that on devil movies. Oh, cast away. <laughs> He's got to go to the Book of Revelations <laughs> or Constantine. Dude, but uh, I used Cameo this weekend. I'm impressed with myself. Time out. What'd you get? Uh, it was my mother's birthday. Mm-hmm. And so. Joey Fatone. Wrong. Time out. Can we, can we all guess? Let's all guess first for your mother's birthday. How old is she? 76. Ron, okay. Ron Jeremy. Okay. <laughs> no. Remy LaCroix. No, but that's for me. You're, Thank you for references in the future. Uh, your son has paid through my kid's <laughs> college because of you. Steve Gutenberg. Your Ooh. mother's a Steve Gutenberg. I'm going to go with... Um, no. Think, all right. Think George Carlin. He's if, dead. He's dead, but I would have <laughs> wow. got him for my dad. Oh, okay. Betty White. Because he's a fan. No, not Betty White. You're All right. Wilfred so, Brimley. He's right, dead. Let's go. Oh. You had demographics for politics. It's really annoying when somebody doesn't politics. let you talk. It's really annoying when someone doesn't let you talk, isn't it? <laughs> I didn't even notice. Oh, okay. Uh, ben Carson. Yeah. No. Isn't okay. he dead too? Yeah. No, I got, I got the TikTok Donald Trump comedian to wish her a happy birthday. Is that the one that dances? No, it's the guy that's got the big wig and the, the spray on orange tan. And it was pretty I think fun. he was on America's Got Talent. Yeah, it could be. Let me check. Yeah, real, real uh, TikTok Donald Trump. He's was it under $25? No, it was higher. You wasted your money. No, I got a discount, though. 
Did you have a Groupon? Wait, wait, how's it? Yeah, it was. No, but seriously, it was actually pretty funny because he did them very well. And like, is it the real Donald Trump? He made it about himself, and you know, all that kind of goofy ass fun. It was a funny happy birthday thing. So funny that me and my sister and my in laws, we all thought it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. But not my mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened? So I'm looking at it now. So you put request, and yeah. you hit the button to request it, and mm-hmm. then what happened? Well, yeah, then uh, you... Since we never actually went that you, far. Yeah, yeah you, so you, you put it in there, and then it says, uh, who's it from? You fill that in. And then it says, uh, you know, for personalized, for personalization effects... You know what? What do you want to him them to say? So mm-hmm. it actually makes it a personalized message rather yeah. than, you know. So I was like, oh, Terry Francona, you know, manager yeah, of the Indians. That. Yeah, it was like you know, but uh, I went with that, and yeah. uh, we all thought it was pretty funny. And he does a good job of making fun of Trump and doing all does that kind of stuff. Does he call your mom? No, it's a video. So he you sent, get the video. video. It's a two minute. He yeah. made a he made a two minute video personalized for my mom with the information that I put in there. No, no, I get that. Like, does it. she send it to your phone or no? It, you you email to, it? They email you the link, but you okay. can sign up for the actual app, and you can download it. And then once you download, you can send it uh, to who okay. you want and all that kind of. That fun was my stuff. biggest question because I was trying to figure out how to do that because I have a couple in mind yeah. under twenty dollars. Uh, for a couple people, and so yeah. I was trying to figure out. So how many of them are wrestlers? <laughs> Anyways, uh, all <laughs> maybe. All of so, them. so when are you going to sign us up for cameo? Uh, w- yeah. They're reviewing, just like Blake. We're on the wait list. <laughs> but he, I gave the guy five stars because he was funny as hell. And but I guess if uh, in, in the thing is, I didn't tell them that this was coming, so I I sent it to my mom and dad on their phones. Oh God. Did they Friday, delete it? Late Friday night when they were in bed, obviously, sleeping. And so I guess my dad saw the photo, and he sent me a nasty text. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, it's obvious he didn't play it. And then uh, it still didn't go over very well. But I thought it was hilarious. Uh, Blake, you have to know your audience. Yeah, I know. Well, correct. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you who it's for. and Don't say it out loud, but that's who I'm getting. For somebody, Tito Santana. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but it, it was funny. He did a good job. I, I thought he was spot on. The Gimp's brother got uh, one of the bushwhackers to send uh, their dad a birthday wish. Really? Yes. Let's see how much that is. I'll look into that. One of the bushwhackers. Look that up. Oh, you have to say bushwhacker. <laughs> no, one of the. You have to write that. Bushwhacker Luke. <laughs> it was Luke. Yeah. Was it the guy that wore his hat to the side? It was the guy that licked the other one. No. Which one? <laughs> Which was really sad because they were the sheep herders, uh, and they were the bloodiest, most violent tag team until Vince got a hold of them, and he's like, "You're going to lick each other." <laughs> yeah, that's basically what it was. Uh, Blake, yes. Why don't you do listener feedback for us? Sure. Do we have music for that? Are we uh, recording? <laughs> are we supposed to be recording now? <laughs> You're new to this again, so yeah. I just want to make sure. Um, I don't know. Do we have music? I don't think we do. No, we just got there. You go crumbling paperback. So this week's bomb listener feedback uh, brought to you by uh, all the veterans and uh, from uh, D-Day Memorial Day. Okay. Thank you for your sacrifice. All right, uh, we always start off from uh, this first guy, number one fan, Doug. Thank you. Can't give yourself a nickname. Formerly known as Seven, or Big D, A Pans, or Dad, Daddy, 
to the intern. Daddy. <laughs> on September 3, on Disney Plus, both Tomorrowland and X-Men Dark Phoenix are available. Which one do you choose to watch? Oh, God. Jessica Jones. <laughs> well, I've seen Tomorrowland. I don't think I saw Dark Phoenix. Was oh. that the last one? Yes, but Dark yeah, that Fe- was with Sansa. But Dark Phoenix was Star. available on HBO Max last month. Yeah. Wow. So you could have just watched it then. Yeah. Well, well, Dark Phoenix isn't the worst X-Men movie. Age of Apocalypse. Age of Apocalypse is worse than Dark Phoenix. Yeah. By about mm. that much. That much? Mr. Bond, that much? Uh, it does have the Star Wars guy, though, in it. Poe. He plays Apocalypse. <laughs> the Star yeah, Wars that, that's guy. not a good thing. No, he did, did not do a good <laughs> job playing Apocalypse. Uh, I'm going with Dark Phoenix because I saw Tomorrowland and there's a six hour driving th- uh, scene in it. Oh my God. So and it's George, Mando's Hands of Fate. And I still think George Clooney was kind of hitting on the 10 year old girl in it. It was creepy. Like, ugh, it was weird. It was weird. Allegedly. Was she wearing. Stop it. No, no, stop it. She was not eating an apple. <laughs> <laughs> Get out. Get out. <laughs> she, she didn't have overalls on. Stop eating it. an apple. <laughs> Can we go next? Did we do this one already with Nisi? Did she ask about this? Was she available on Cameo? I don't think so. Okay. Okay. Mm. Yeah, Nisi at uh, Nisi72. Here's a new Hobie challenge! Exclamation point. Scientists want people to do a bloop, blue poop challenge, which tests people's gut, intestines, to see what bugs you have and tell scientists about how your body breaks down food. It revolves around eating two blueberry muffins in the morning and tracking when you pass them. And she says she wants pics or oh. it didn't happen. Mm, mm. That would require somebody to eat breakfast. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Pooping's kind of a personal how thing for me. How am I positive... Which of my food has passed? How do you know it's just not blueberries? Because it's blueberries, your poop should be blue. Yeah. Babies, when they eat a lot of blueberries, it's blue. A blueberry muffin? Just one blueberry muffin? Two. Two, Two. blueberry muffins will turn my poop blue. I don't know. Add add corn to it, and it'll be blue corn. I mean, corn, I know when I uh, that. Do these have to be Little Debbie's, or or what? Do you have to get these from an actual bakery? Yeah, what size muffins? Are these little small things, or are these big-ass muffins? It's the mini muffins. Yeah, the Hostess mini muffins, or are these um, big, like, Perkins ones that are like two meals? Can blueberry donuts be used as substitutes? Can just blueberries be used? (laughs) I think think we're stopping on the way home and picking up some blueberries. Muffins. Time out. I'm more interested in this. Perkins, I, the restaurant, I wish they had like a. Do they have a blueberry bread bowl? Because if so, that would be pretty impressive. What about blueberry? Oh, you're talking they actually have muffins. Uh, yeah, what about blueberry pancakes. Oh. oh, yeah, they were a breakfast place. Yeah, right? the blueberry <laughs> muffins were awesome. I don't remember those. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the bread bowl. Huge muffins. Mm-hmm. Tracks of land. You know what? I had blueberry pancakes this weekend, but I did not check my poop. Oh, well, I guess you should do that. I guess I'll see if they're. Blue. Stop now, is this the, the thing future. that uh, Randy Jackson is like Sexual pushing? Chocolate. No, no, Randy Jackson, <laughs> oh, not <my> Randy <laughs> Watson. Like, like, I saw he's like pushing something about how it's good for your gut. You need that gut bacteria. 
I'm no, yeah. I think that's the same thing that oh, it's I a remember the name of the doctor. probiotic. Yeah, it's, uh, it's what's pro- your name? The probiotic doctor, Doctor Oz. <laughs> no, what's Jamie your, Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis is on. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis is just eating yogurt. <laughs> yeah, whatever that is. It's good for your gut. Activi- Activi- Activia. Activia. That's yeah. it. Activia. Activia pooping yogurt. All right. Uh, no pictures. I'll skip, but I, I'm not speaking for the rest of the Hobie crew. Jim? If I happen to get some blueberry muffins, I might take a picture or two. Of the muffins? Yes. Of the muffins. <laughs> <laughs> well, she I'll didn't take say, pictures of blueberry didn't say muffins. what the pictures of. of it. Oh, yeah. I'm, <laughs> look, I'm eating these blueberry muffins. <laughs> I don't think that's a big deal. <laughs> Great. Now I got the song in my head. Activia! Activia! Damn it's not even the song. <laughs> oh, it's a song. <laughs> it, uh, you're, you're it's singing. their new uh, mm-hmm. It's their new song that Jason Jason's made. singing the age of Aquarius with the words Activia. <laughs> it's the age of Activia. Wasn't that a disclaimer Activia. about Activia? It may turn your poop blue. And may, may you sing ABBA. <laughs> <laughs> and that was not ABBA. Yeah. Wasn't it? Activia? Who sings Activia? You do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no one sings Activia. Activia. Uh, jo- or Blake, whatever your age name is. Age of Aquarius. Yeah. It's the age of Aquarius. Uh, from Cinema Guys. Ooh. He said, uh, what would your day in the life of a cicada be like? That'd be cicada. Cicada. Well, I know what mine would be. Frantically searching for a sex partner for 17 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Having sex and then dying. <laughs> I heard about Do they the... die right afterwards? No, their lifespan's only, it's not long. Two weeks, I think, oh, is okay. how they last. But um, squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. I heard something about there being a, a, a fungus or something that, that gets them high. Oh, no, no. So I'd be looking for the fungus if That's I weed. was a cicada. It does not get them high. Okay, what does it get them? The fungus will take over their brain. Exactly. It will cause their genitals and thorax to rot off. That's fine. So you'll be seeing, it'll look like zombie cicadas. They'll be flying around like half their body is gone. But how does the, does the cicada feel euphoric? I don't think it feels anything. Well, they don't feel anything anyway. They are like the stupidest creature, I think, to ever it, uh, fungus, join this planet. Have you fungus met Congress? Take, yes, <laughs> and <laughs> cicadas are dumber. <laughs> I doubt that. The, the fungus sides. takes over their brain. It's just in males. Ah. It takes over their brain. It can cause the, half the body to rot away. Ugh. It causes them, then it has the male cicada make the mating noise of a female. To attract oh. other males. To spread it. To spread it. Zombie cicadas. Someone needs to make a movie about this. Zombies. They did zombievers. Zombie cicada sex. And it, it, it's a yeah parasite, the fungus. How would you like to wait 17 years to come out and then you get this? <laughs> I'm ready. It's <laughs> my well, time. Oh, crap. It fell what about, How would you like to be like the... A cicada fungus that has to wait 17 years. <laughs> you don't have to wait 17 years. Now you have the 9-year, the 11-year, the 17-year. So they're out like every two or three years. Uh, the, the different spaces, though. I mean, the yeah. different uh, classes of cicadas. And then, and then you just affect the stupid ones that come out later early. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got? Uh, the next one we just got from Bob. Just Bob. Bob. Mm-hmm. What Oreo flavor would you want made? Vagina. Um, can I? Yeah, I was going to say, can I consult Gwyneth Paltrow? 
Gwyneth's vagina specifically. <laughs> Heard it smells like goop. Yeah. <laughs> did goop, you get sued the candle for, for and that? the Oreo candle? Yeah, yeah, yes. I sent you that story. We're, yeah, we, we, we did that story that. last week. Oh yeah, or two weeks ago. Two weeks yeah. ago, or yeah. <laughs> what Oreo flavor? Mmm, that's a tough one. Uh, you know, Oreo itself is just naturally good. Do you really have to keep? I actually like with all the flavors. flavors. Really? Well, this flavor we have sitting here uh, that we started last coconut. week. I love caramel coconut. Don't uh, eat on the air. We're going to get one star. I'm going to eat on the air. Damn you. <laughs> That's sure not eating. Smack your lips into the microphone. Glad Blake's over there by you. I would like a Jaeger barrel flavored Oreo. That's so licorice. Jaegermeister and root beer mixed. Mmm. That'd be interesting. Mm. So root beer and licorice. Jeff wants a bacon mm. one. No. Didn't we try that already? Wasn't no, that? No, they don't have a bacon one. one. No. I am not a big fan of my meats sweet. I don't know. Some some candied Mm. bacon is actually delicious. Eh, I'm not usually a big fan of it. Yeah, speak of maple. I don't like maple on my on my meats. Speak of uh, Mm. uh, twist to foods. Did you see? I'm really excited. I got a special alarm for tomorrow. Lucky Charms is selling Loki Charms. Loki Charms Mm. in honor of Loki coming out tomorrow. So, thirty five hundred boxes. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So I'm buying only eight dollars, and that includes shipping. Oh, so they're not going to. Oh, put you it, can't get it from the store. store nope. So there's not going to be no riots. Go, nope, you gotta go online. No riots. So or... if you get multiples, does the shipping does it cost less because the shipping should go? I down? have no idea. I don't know if you're allowed buying more than one. To be honest, uh, my kids saw it and they're like, "Dad, if you get that, that can we open? Can we try it? No, that's going to Bob Studios, and we're not eating it. No, well, you can eat it and still put the box in the <gasps> studio. Nope, nope. loses value. Yep. Who cares? My Jar Jar Cheerios over there that I still have, they're going to go up in value. How, how are your C-3PO's doing? Uh, not well. Not well. Um, <laughs> do, do we have any of our uh, Space Punch left over? Uh, no, we do not. We do not. Oh, wait. Do we have wait, one? I'm about to say, I thought there I saw a can one there. Space Punch down the bottom so, shelf. So the nice thing about our studio is we have a bookcase, and anything that people send us, we keep. And uh, we put over there to display. We have a Jason C. Brown, Kansas City Royals. This is Lexcorp, uh, Dr. Pepper. Sorry. <laughs> baseball card. We got a uh, nickel uh, hockey card. Star Wars face punch. <laughs> we got a space Star punch. Star face punch. You can take a picture and put that on. Yeah, let me, put that, let me put that on there. I think it's cold. What, what, was best, what was best about that is we found it at a local store where we bought like an eight-pack for like $1.99. Did we pay that much for it? Maybe, and then our sister looked it up on uh, online. Online, yeah. On and YouTube. somebody was selling a can for like thirty dollars. <laughs> so this goes for thirty dollars. I somebody don't was, know. Somebody was trying, trying to, to get, get thirty dollars. Well, that's but, a And we bought an eight pack for two dollars. <laughs> it's Star Wars Space Punch Sparkling Vitamin Drink, twenty two calories per can. Fifty percent thymine, fifty percent niacin, niacin, whatever. <laughs> 40% B6, 50% B12, 2% magnesium. I think that's more than 100%. Uh, has ethanol, has methanol. Um, it's flammable. Yeah. <laughs> Blackberry juice concentrate, uh, Steve's glycides, uh, <laughs> magnesium carbonate. Some gly- glycerides. Sulfuric Glycerides. acid, and uh, hydrochlorine. 
and chlorine and locust beam gum. Bean gum. Locust bean gum. I don't know what locust bean gum is. Store in a, store in a cool, dry place. Do not taunt vitamin space punch. <laughs> Go and put that over there. Don't put that by me. I, I don't, we, we drank the other seven. <laughs> oh. Out of your six pack? It was an eight pack. Oh, it was an eight, eight pack. pack. Yeah, oh, sorry. Uh, what, I hope that uh, answers yeah. your question, Bob. There you go, Bob. <laughs> or if we could get in touch with Remy, we can have a Oremio. Ah! She already did that. I saw it. Ooh. It was on porn. <laughs> yeah. I no. thought that was the bagel thing you keep referring to. Uh-huh. I am Remy. Give which me have, a croissant. Which I have no idea what you're talking about. Creme right. brulee. They need to make creme brulee. Mm. Mm. Next, from the Pop Culture Cafe. Said uh, WWE. You know, I noticed you you didn't put their whole Twitter handle in there for me to misread. No, Thank no, you. That, that's intern fax machine screwed that up. There you go. The I w- actually prefer that. <laughs> <laughs> the WWE released a slew of wrestlers. They use a slew. Slew. How many is a slew? Fourteen. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Just uh, just over a baker's dozen. <laughs> Is this a sign of a budget cuts or simply the fact that AEW is not a threat to them in WWE's mind? Well, when they sell to NBC Universal in two years, um, and then also Nick Khan has taken over WWE. He's the new president, and he's making huge budget cuts. One of the reasons Braun Strowman was cut is because he was making $1.2 million a year, and uh, he had three years left on his contract. So they're trying to make budget cuts to make it look better. And I think he's just coming in to clean Who clean took up. over WWE? Nick Khan. He's not related to the other Khan. <laughs> I mean, Tony Khan. So, so he's not related to the people who own AEW? No. Nick Khan's <laughs> call up Tony Khan. Who do you need? Who do you need? <laughs> hey, give me that Aleister Black, Ruby Riot, uh, Braun Strowman. Oh, sounds good to me. Hey, Vince, we're going to cut these guys for budget reasons. <laughs> Hope you don't mind. How about the Andrade guy? Yeah, let's send him over to AEW. <laughs> uh, I think they are going to sell in a couple years, uh, if not sooner. Or Icon. Uh, but what? Icon. Get out. Well, one, they needed, Icon? <laughs> they needed to cut all that money so they can get uh, Brock, Brock uh, Lesnar to come back. SummerSlam. For, for four. Uh, $13 million a year. Best money. Best money. Uh, best job you can get. What? Laying on your wife? What? According to what Brock, Brock was talking about Lesnar. Yes, the the UFC fight. Yes. Yes. What are you going to do now? I'm going to go lay out my wife. Sable. Okay. Oh, he's married to Sable? Yeah. Hmm. was married to Mark Marrow, but no. Uh, well, I knew that, but yeah. Uh, what else we got? Uh, wrapping it up with Professor Number One at Doctor Number One. Jason's. Say it. I'm Megan. Segment was amazing. You asshole. Jason, please do another segment regarding Megan's new birth. This is a demand, not a request. Okay, you ready, Prince Harry? Thanks, Professor Number One. Right. You didn't have to read it. RJ Holt, Holt, Randall Holt said he missed this segment and he appreciated it last week. So, ready? Harry, I think I'm having a baby. Well, you've been pregnant. <laughs> so much it hurt get this seed out of me you son of a bitch all i asked oh, was there it is oh that wasn't too bad um well look at that 
Oh, she's got a crown on her. No wonder it hurts so much when it went through my cervix. Um, what should we call her? I don't know. Let's call her Guinevere. Uh, no. You know why? Because you dated a Guinevere, you whore. You whore. Why? 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 Again? Why? You know what? Go take the dog for a walk. Uh, can we decide on a name first? Can we name him after grandmother? Fine. Patches. Patches on whole hand. How about name after gra- grandmother so she like, gives us more money? What's that cunt's name? Well, it's Elizabeth, but we can name it after I'm her. I'm going name it Elizabeth. How about her nickname? Lilibet. Lilibet? Lilibet. That sounds like a frog from a Disney movie. I'm not naming it Lilibet. It's <laughs> a horrible like a, name. It's a porn. Hey, shut up, Charles. Name. Charles, get out. Oh, sir, that sounds like a porn name. Lilibet. She does a little bit of this and a little How bit about of that. How about Lilibet? Why is he here? How about Little Bit Diana? Name it after my mother, too. Oh, great. She's going to die young. That's a great idea. Oh, great job, Harry. Let's go. Oh, okay. Ain't no we have fucking paparazzi chasing us. Yeah, let's name it after that. Okay, I'm going to take the dog out now. Your mom couldn't even get away from the paparazzi. Oh, look, a photograph. Oh, no. We got to run. Bye. Ow. Thank you, Doctor Number One. It's a cut. I'm Megan. Cut sign. It's time for another installment of the Moons of the Geek. I feel like we're going to have to do a South Park warning at the beginning of the show of the episode. Say all uh, people's impressions are horrible. <laughs> <or> horrible. <laughs> all impression, all or all voices, all are, celebrity are, voices are, are impersonated person- horribly. Or, yes. <laughs> I'm Megan. Uh, quickest birth ever. Uh, per variety. <laughs> uh, Thank goodness. <laughs> seriously, I can't wait to go to the off, off, off Broadway <laughs> series of this. It's going to be awesome. That's in Indiana, isn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's in a uh, alley and somewhere in Gary, Indiana. Gary, Indiana. Gary. It's not a stage. A stage. It's like an apple crate. The good news is we do well. But those apples that came out of the crate are being eaten by women in uh, overalls. Oh, that's the opening. uh, (laughs) The opening. That's the first 55 minutes. First, we empty the apple crate. (laughs) (laughs) We need to pack the house somehow. I can't wait for the Piers Morgan review. (laughs) It stinks. Um, Yeah, if we do well in Gary, we move to Flint. And then we go to Toledo. And Jeannie joins us. Uh, she becomes Queen Elizabeth, so that's nice. Uh, Dev and Flint, he uh, becomes Prince Charles, so it works out well. It's like a traveling show. You don't know what you're going to get every week. Uh, Blake shows up. He's Camilla, so that's good. It takes a lot to write these things, too. I told you, quarantine was great for us for doing this, Jim. We're really good writing partners. So, uh, Let's see here. Sony, uh, per variety, Sony Pictures Motion Picture Group. President Sanford Panich was asked about the recent news that Aaron Taylor Johnson was starring Craven the Hunter for them. Another Amy Pascal probably idea. While, we're, while we heard the dailies from Bullet Train. Love that with Woody Harrelson. Pew, pew, pew. Or what really impressed the studio, the executive was somehow unfamiliar with an actor who has starred in Avengers, Age of Ultron, and Godzilla, and Kick-Ass. Hey, who we got for Craven? How about this guy? I don't know, but yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I don't does, know him. Does he look good in a lion fur vest? No one looks good in a lion fur vest. Quote, it what was, if we give him a whip? I like Oh, well, okay. Panage tells them, 
quote. Ooh, what about what? Torch Boy? Can I get Torch Boy into the movie? Ah, throwing Torch Boy. Yeah. I like the way you think <laughs> and speak. <laughs> oh, crap. The boardroom just started. Well, if that's the case, <laughs> quote. It was a, I had to look him up kind of thing. I didn't have a lot of famili- familiarity. <laughs> and then we start watching these incredible dailies from Bullet Chain. And you really see the full-on action style. He's charming. He's funny. Yeah, that's it. And, and he's, he's got a hairy chest. He's yeah. holding his own against Brad Pitt. A lot of people can't do that. Look at Angeline Jolie. I had that. Uh, once upon a time, and he's a lion's mane of hair. And look at that. It's just blowing. Uh, once Can we give Craven a pith hat? A pith hat? He's a hunter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Can we put him in Jum- Jumanji 4? Uh, I got a, a whip with a stool. Ah, that's a special secret weapon. Ooh, does he have a hat, like a brown hat? Don't, yeah. Don't say stool. Jason doesn't like poop jokes. <laughs> I don't like poop jokes. But it's blue. He, he drinks blueberry, he's blueberry muffins. And uh, he's concerned about his uh, stool digestive system. Stool. Quote, it's tough because I think these projects are the kind of things we have to work on in the dark. They're not stool. ready until they're ready. Craven is a great example because we just didn't rush it. Stool. Top secret. We could have made it through that, that three plus years ago, but then Amy Pascal, that bitch, I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, it's just now the script's awesome. Oh, jeez. When you start saying, you're the, <laughs> you're the head of a studio, and you keep saying awesome, fucking hell. The script, the script is awesome. It's awesome. With Torch Boy. Who, who's your main star? Uh, I don't know who he is, but he's awesome. <laughs> I saw him walking down the street getting a bagel. He looks awesome. <laughs> I'm sold. I like it already. It sounds... Awesome. Hey. What? Wait. Was the bagel blueberry? Because that'd be awesome. Uh, that'd be better. It was cinnamon raisin. Oh. Uh, Fire him. Uh, Give me that torch boy. We can edit him out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he has a mustache. Does he have a mustache? No, we're just CGI it. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> we'll get Snyder in. We'll get a four-hour cut. Yeah. I love Zack Snyder. Hold on. We're short on funds. We'll have to make it 3-4. Fine. <laughs> it's only going to be a $250 million movie. Hey, Amy. Amy Pascal, get in here. What do you think about this? I like it. Hey, hey, you sound it's like Megan. awesome. Hey, you bitch. That's my nails. <laughs> he really hit me. That bastard really hit me. He just gets into that Megan character so easily. You know, this is what happens when you podcast live. I wouldn't be smacking you over Skype. <laughs> you just domestic violence at him. <laughs> He's hairy. He's used to it. I was on Suits. Um, let's it's, be, it's only because he likes you so much. Why? Why are we making a Craven the Hunter film? Just I put him know. in a movie. It's like it's where lines. <laughs> I mean, we don't need the backstory. We don't. I'm sorry. Does he actually wear a lion's mane vest? I don't know. Or am I thinking of a wrong Craven? No, that's, no, that's Craven. Oh, that's that's him. him. Unless you're doing the Last Hunt, which would be kind of odd that he dies after the first, in the first film. Um, that's a great storyline, but yeah. I I don't know. It's like Cruella. They're making a sequel to Cruella. It's called 101 Dalmatians. Why are we making a sequel to it? Uh, no kidding. And she doesn't even hold the uh, long cigarette holder. Yeah, they, they cut it out. I'm like, well... Yeah, she just holds a walkie-talkie. That was her prop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't have the same effect. Why is that? End, why is the end of that walkie-talkie smoking? <laughs> We won't get. We'll lose advertisement with a cigarette holder. <laughs> Walkie-talkie, it'll be awesome. Get that yeah. Spielberg guy in here. He's awesome. I loved him on ET. Awesome. Walkie-talkies. Okay, we got it. <laughs> uh, wow. Anyways, so look for that in theaters. I'm sure it'll be a subpar film. Anyways, uh, look for that on demand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
after weeks of speculating, you know what would be the best part? Let's make a Craven the Hunter film. Spider-Man in it? Nope. We just could talk about his backstory. <laughs> oh, Is guess. there any Craven stories without Spider-Man? Yes. Oh, that sounds like a I don't know if there boring is. book. I don't know if there is. I don't know. I think he goes against Arms Fall Off Boy in one of them. Yeah, we'll get the line. That King. would be impressive that not only is he going into the future to fight Arm Fall Off Boy, uh, he's going into DC. Yes. That would be impressive. Sony doesn't even know what they have. Do we have the rights to Superman? <laughs> him against him. Uh, sir, I don't think we do. Well, try to see if we can buy them. Well, we're, yeah, we're okay. able to buy Arm Fall Off Boy. <laughs> okay, we'll use them. I got I got the I, I, I got the arch enemy for him. It'll be that fucking bitch, Carol Baskins. <laughs> can we get PETA? Can we buy the rights to PETA? How about the WWE? Can we no the WWF? Can we buy that? <laughs> Uh, so my sister, well, you're buying the World Wildlife yes. Fund as the bad guys. They're real, the pandas are good with chairs. My sister asked me. She goes, "What name? What woman's name was wasn't used? Was big downfall in 20, uh, 2020. I'm thinking, um, Carol Baskins. <laughs> I bitch, Carol Baskins. <laughs> goes, I'm guessing they were going for Karen. It but. was Karen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I liked that bitch, Carol Baskins. <laughs> no one names their kid that anymore. <laughs> I think only one person named their kid that bitch Carol Baskins to begin with. Her middle name was fucking. We forgot about that, that bitch Carol, Carol fucking, fucking Baskins. Baskins. Hey, Harry, I got a name for a baby. <laughs> what do you think about Carol Baskins? I've never heard that name before. What, that bitch Carol fucking Baskins? That's her daughter. I'm not talking about the mom. <laughs> That's our daughter. After weeks of speculation, it's been yes, announced that... Speaking of British products... Yes. <laughs> yeah, continue. Oh, Amazon has acquired MGM for $8.45 billion with a B. That's N as in no. MGM has nearly a century of filmmaking history. Not good. And should nicely complement the work of Amazon Studios. Uh, Amazon plans to help preserve MGM's heritage and catalog of films while providing customers with greater access to these existing works. And the line that roars in the beginning? Roar? Roar? Uh, let's see here. It, Amazon, oh, this sounds like a corporate speak. Amazon says it plans to empower MGM to continue to do what they do best. Great storytelling. Uh, they have tons of franchises at their thing. They have a back court... MGM has a vast catalog with more than 4,000 films, says yeah, Mike Hopkins, Senior Vice President of Prime Video and Amazon Studios. I like the movies that he picks. You ready? Vast catalog, more than 4,000 films. 12 Angry Men. Well, that's going to get the 90 and older crowd. It's a great, great movie. movie. It, it is, but it's just funny. But I, basic in, instinct. Well, still the 90 and older crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Creed, which is good. James that, that, Bond. That'll get the intern. James Bond. James Bond. I'm concerned about this, though. What do you think Amazon will do to James Bond what uh, Disney's done to Star Wars and, you know, maybe uh, I think no, yeah. what Disney did I to think M- they'll let MC Broccoli still produce and do whatever they want to do. Well, do you think he'll do, like, spinoffs and series, like oh, yeah, uh, Miss Money Penny yeah. series? I mean, think about it. What are the uh, Q, Q what prequels? It, what is it, Bluth or Blumfeld or whatever that? Blumfeld? Blumfeld. Can we get a backstory on him, like Craven the Hunter? The Blumfeld stories? Yes. You, you mean, like, the last movie? Yes, we're going to get another prequel. <laughs> like the last movie gave us the backstory of Blofeld. <laughs> I never saw it. So. I wanted to. Yeah. Uh, Legally Blonde, <laughs> Moonstruck. Legally Blonde. Poltergeist, Raging Bull, Robocop, Rocky, Silence of the Lambs, Stargate. Stargate. God. Thelma and Louise. No dissing Stargate. 
And there's a lot more. The Pink Panther. You think they'll make uh, some more Thelma and Louise spinoffs? How did she get to that point? I think we saw it in the beginning. Yeah, that was the whole point of the movie. But, I mean, will they show what they did after the movie? Die? Oh, they survived that. They made that jump. Uh, As well as 17,000 TV shows, including Fargo, The Handmaid's Tale, and Vikings. It's actually ended pretty well. I did uh, watch the last season. No, it, actually, that's a pretty good catalog of movies. It is. And shows. Because all the stuff they listed, it's either... Uh, well, uh, Basic Instinct. Well, they were either successful at the box office or or with the critics. Well, here you go. Correct. Amazon Prime has become... Uh, let's see. Uh, it's easy to imagine that uh, this will lead to new small screen stories revolving around, char- revolving around characters like James Bond, Robocop, Tomb Raider, and more. James Bond, in particular, is a franchise that could easily continue to release movies with various characters or even a young 007. There you go, Blake. See? Miss Moneypenny. Uh, there's, a, there's a series in that. A Felix Leiter? Oh, yeah. We'll get to see the, the American there equivalent to do something. Mm-hmm. I, I think Q, Q's base, you know, foundation story would be pretty cool. Uh, let's he see. goes to college. Yeah, he invents all kinds of neat it stuff. He becomes a quartermaster. I want to know the backstory of Pussy Galore. Pusher. Pusher Galore. Well, you know her that. name is the backstory. She's a pilot for Daredevil <laughs> Troop. Oh, never mind. Uh, More octopussy. Female. More octopussy. Jaws. I need his backstory. <laughs> uh, Lucasfilm president Kathleen Quickies. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy announced a new wave of oh, live action. I'm sorry, sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. <laughs> too late. But I just thought of a great idea. Uh-huh. M's transition you, to you, a woman? No, you, you take all the really uh, uh, villains, like known villains, like you said Jaws, and like, like every villain has knick-knack, mm-hmm. and, and all the, the odd odd job. Yeah. And you do yeah. a cartoon of them as kids going to <laughs> henchman school. Be like the little rascals. <laughs> I Tra- trademark. Trademark. TM. I like it. If you want, I can pitch it as the Warner Brothers. <laughs> Warner Brothers? Hey, are we read. <laughs> Blofeld School for the Gifted. Oh. <laughs> gifted enemies. You know what? That's better than the Star Wars shows that we're going to talk about, so let's go with it. I'm not really, but more interesting right now. Um, okay, I like that. I like your idea, Jeff. Can we expand on it? Can we get Torch Boy? <laughs> no, they don't have the rights to Torch Boy. Can we get Superman? Can he join? Um, MGM. To, How about no. Bizarro? Bizarro Superman? No, we don't have the rights Arr. to that either. Can, can you get the Lion King in, in there? We can get uh, Kimba the White Lion. Hey, 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 we don't talk about that. We don't talk about which that. Which Disney stole. No, 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 we didn't. No, we didn't. Completely King different. <laughs> Completely different. Kimba was about an uncle. It was actually about the brother of the king. That wouldn't be his uncle. No. Uh, <laughs> killing his brother, Lion, to take no, over the completely throne. Completely different. Kimba was white. Yes. Uh, and then Kimba's, uh, uh, Kimba left, uh, the, the, the brother, he took over as king and, uh, was trying to seduce the mom and Kimba comes back and takes over, right? And uh, then Mowgli comes in. Mowgli. Mowgli. Yeah, 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 yeah Mowgli. God, oh, get it right. When did they bring Cara Dune in? Cara Top? 
Kara Dune. Oh, Kara. <laughs> and Kimba? <laughs> yes, because she's not going to be in the new Star Wars shit. <laughs> yeah, we're going to bring in Beep Bop Boop. <laughs> I guess Kara Dune can join the uh, Blofeld School for Gifted Youngsters. <laughs> that gun? You ain't taking my gun! <laughs> You know what? Let's so we got Blowfield School for Kimba. Um, I like this idea. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, you know they should really just give us the reins to the studio. We can't be worse than Amy Pascal. <laughs> hey, hey, that's me. It comes out of Sony. Yeah. No. Uh, so there's your news of the geek. Do you ever wonder when Spider-Man goes to the bathroom if the toilet paper sticks to his fingers? Do you ever wonder why Superman wears his underwear outside of his pants? My name is Imran. My name is Anthony. He's the jock! And he's the nerd. And we're your hosts for the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we sometimes try to attempt to answer these questions. This is a full spoiler podcast, and we swear a lot. Check it out for awesome geek news, interviews, and comic book reviews. Visit jockandnerd.com. We are your superhero TV, movies, and comic book culture curators. Boom. Jockandnerd.com. It's time for Box Office Bombs. Well, the only thing to report at the box office is the actual numbers, because there's no fun stories yet, other than it's mainly open now. Yeah! Ooh, it's open! Uh, but uh, we'll go ahead and start the top five for this week's box office of June 4th through June 6th of 2021. Number one, The Conjuring, colon, The Devil Made Me Do It, made $24 million in its opening week on a $39 million budget. Number two this week, A Quiet Place Part Two, made another $19.5 million, a total of $89 million on a budget of $55 million. They're already setting up a third movie, yes. $89 $89 million in only two weeks at the box office. We're back, baby. Coming in at number three, Cruella made another $11 million, a total of $44 million, on a $200 million budget. Oof. No, it's probably made a lot with Disney Premium. Yeah, the 30 bucks you can watch it on Disney. Yeah. So people who have multiple children will just... Let them watch it on No, Disney. even my wife's like, nope, we're good. We'll wait. I actually kind of want to see Cruella. I'd rather go to the theater and watch it for uh, 12 bucks. Well, you don't have three kids. Then go, then rent it at home for 30 But if you have three kids, it's cheaper. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want three kids. Well, I know that. I'm just telling them, shut up. Would you bring all your three kids, though, to see Cruella? You'd just probably bring the one that actually wants to see it. You'd force your your twelve year old to watch Cruella when he has no desire to see it. He's pretty open. He's like us. He watch, he'll watch any movie. Okay. Well, yeah. What if you told him it comes out of his uh, allowance? No. no. <laughs> uh, we have two kids. Okay, we're taking them to the movie, Harry. Uh, obviously, you don't. You wouldn't watch every movie because you have a poster over there with like, some of the great ones on it. Yeah. That you haven't watched most of. I know. I apologize. I have not seen Leonard Part 6. We need to make a new one and put Cruella on it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, because that's going to be 100 movies of all time. Um, I read Cruella. Okay, uh, number four, Spirited Untamed made $6.2 million in its opening weekend on a $30 million budget. It's the summer of 69. Sorry. (laughs) Wow. Spirit escaped. 
Brian Adams sings the song. <laughs> and coming in at number five, <laughs> Raya. Raya and the Last Dragon made $1.3 million, a total of $53.5 million on a $140 million. Do you think when Raya, Raya came out, you know, they made a deal with those theaters like, yeah. we will release this in theaters, but you have to keep it in your box office some, on some screen for 500 weeks. For, like, until we make the money back. Weeks. Whichever well, one. Months. <laughs> Either we make our money back, or it's 500 weeks. Until every American is vaccinated. <laughs> That's right. Well, I have a feeling it won't be on here next week. Oh, not necessarily. Because it is available without extra charge on Disney+. Plus. Now. It is. Great film. Great film. So you don't have to pay extra. You still have to have Disney+, Plus to see it. I'm going to say it still is extra. up there above Spirit Untamed. Yeah, but we've got... Two new movies joining the yeah. box office. What do we got? Uh, we have coming out on June 11th, In the Heights. It takes place over three days in the upper Manhattan neighborhood of Washington Heights, where a bodega owner inherits his late grandmother's lottery winnings and plans to shutter his store and retire on a beach in the Dominican Republic. Trying to say a farewell to the characters who live on the block, he realizes that his neighborhood are his real family, and he's torn about leaving. Nope, still going. <laughs> wow. I'm out. I won the lottery. I'm out. Based off of the Lin-Manuel Miranda uh, mm-hmm. uh, musical? Yep. It's on HBO Max. Oh, so they're singing and, and dancing. And, as everyone's looking forward to this week, Ugh. Peter Rabbit 2, colon, The Runaway. B, Thomas, and the Rabbits have created a makeshift family, but despite his best efforts, Peter can't seem to shake his mischievous reputation. Adventuring out of the garden, Peter finds himself in a world where his mischief is appreciated, but when his family risks everything to come looking for him, Peter must figure out what kind of bunny he wants to be. A dead bunny. <laughs> I can't wait to see Margot Robbie in this film. Oh, she's so I don't hot. think you'll see her in the oh, film she, at all. She gives some skin as a rabbit. Oh, it's so hot. <laughs> so hot. She wears high heels. Looks like uh, Jessica Rabbit. Looks just like Jessica Rabbit. She yeah. shows some ears. She's tw- she twirls those whiskers. Mm. That was it. That's the big ma- ma- uh, movie that's come out. Uh, Jeff! That would be me. I know we have top five music, don't we? I don't we, think we do. We can find something. No, no, it's fine. Top five! Oh, crap. Jason's singing again. I'm Megan! Uh, top five this week is top five favorite episodes of the American version of The Office. Or you guys, you could, oh. well, could do British if you want. <clears throat> I only saw like two episodes of the British Office. So we're doing top five episodes. We've talked about the top episodes of the Office, and before. you can only understand five minutes of, of both I episodes. Don't know if I understood that much. What do you mean? A lot of mumbling with slang and accents that make it real tough to understand. And they get naked. Oh wait, maybe I was watching the full Monty. I don't know. <laughs> Um, top five episodes of The Office. We've talked about this before. We never gave our top five. We talked about top 50. That was in our article. Uh, so, Jim, go ahead. Uh, What's your number five? My number five, oh. I kind of did this off uh, the last minute, and I kind of want to take ones that not everybody would say. So I will go with season eight, episode 12, The Pool Party. 
Oh, with James Spader's character, Robert California? Yes, when they're over at Robert California's oh, house. Wow, that was one of my least favorite. Oh. <laughs> that was on the other day when they all get naked. They get naked. Uh, Jim trying to find a way to leave. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be the guy who makes an appearance, says one kind of witty thing, and then can so leave. So he'll be remembered. Remembered being presence there. Known. Yeah. And they keep him there the entire Doesn't time. he drive through the yard to get out of there at the end? <laughs> oh, yes. Because oh. all the cars are back. Bo- back Boxed him in. in. <laughs> he just drives the yard. I just like Ryan and Gabe and everyone. Oh, they're trying to kiss uh, Robert California's ass <laughs> so much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's good. Cool. Uh, that was a later one too. Well, season eight of yeah. of nine seasons. So, yeah. uh, Blake, what's your number five? This is really hard for me because there's so many, mm-hmm. and it's been a while since I've actually watched a number of episodes. But uh, I had to go do some digging, and uh, for four out of five, I was able to find the season and the episode number, but I couldn't for my number four. But I'm I'm number five. It was the Halloween season two, episode five, Darth Dwight. Which one was that? Two-Face. Two-Face Michael. Oh, when he turned on him? Yeah. Yep. When he's got a second head? Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, Jeff, what's your number five? My number five is, I don't know the seasons or uh, number of it, but the title was uh, The Threat Level Midnight. That was my number one. That's oh, was it? I'm season sorry. seven, episode 16. Okay. Is that on yours, Jim? Episode 17. Uh, honorable mention. Okay. <laughs> uh, I loved it. I love Threat Level Midnight. I love Threat Level Midnight also. And it was, it's fitting to be my number one because we were talking about the MGM acquisition and James Bond. <laughs> but Golden face. I love when they go back to uh, to Jan and to... Uh, yeah, yeah, when they bring yeah, back, they uh, back uh, uh, Karen. Karen. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I had one line in that. Why? <laughs> um, my, my was episode... I'm sorry, season three, episode two... The convention, when Michael and Dwight meet up with Jim and his new boss at the oh, convention. Oh, shit, was that the ending with the black light in the hotel room? Yeah. Yes. That's my number four. I, did, I couldn't remember what it was, the episode uh-huh. number. Uh, I like uh, the one part was Jim breaks in, goes into uh, Dwight's room, and Angela's waiting for him. He's like, oh, my God, he got a hooker. Like, he didn't recognize him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, he got a hooker. I like how the whole thing is uh, Michael... Is just trying to like have the party and you know win Jim back as a friend yes. and yeah. doesn't care about actually doing work, but makes the biggest sale yes. for the company. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, Michael, I underestimated you. Well, yeah, well, maybe next time you will estimate me. <laughs> yeah. And then he gets Jerome Bettis. Hey, have a party up there. <laughs> yeah. Nope, not going. <laughs> Can I tell people that you're going? No. Nope. <laughs> uh, they call him the bus. Why do they call him the bus? Because he takes it everywhere. <laughs> uh, let's see. And the black light ending. When they the black, yeah. That was pretty funny. With the white Fist blood or semen. All over the hotel room. <laughs> Walls and everything. Um, I just watched this one today. Uh, Fun Run. Uh, the two-part one. Well, one episode, but it was two parts. Uh, yeah. Went on uh, that's my number three. Fun Season run. four, episode one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was uh, Ryan is in charge, which is some of my favorite stuff that he's he got the job in corporate. Jim and Pam are dating, even though they're trying to hide it. And Meredith gets hit. Meredith gets hit hits by a car, and it's just great because Michael's driving. Into Everyone the inside on. the car was okay, <laughs> Stanley. <laughs> the doctors did everything they could 
to save her. I, sorry to say, they, they were able to. She'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. What in the name of God is wrong with you, Michael? <laughs> I kind of wonder what Michael hit when he's sitting right over that speed, speed bump on the, <laughs> on the highway. <laughs> uh, and then, and they, then they have the run, the Dunder Mifflin, Michael Scott, Memorial, Meredith, Palmer, Pro-Am, Fun Run for the Cure. <laughs> Um, Finding a cure for a disease that's already cured. Rabies. <laughs> I just like that. Uh, well, we need to get the big check. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know a nurse. Uh, and it was the stripper from the bachelor yes. party. Or, or, uh, I did like the part. Was Ben Franklin? No, it was not Ben Franklin. <laughs> oh, you went back to school. Congratulations. Uh, Jeff, number four for you. Number four for me is titled Broke. <laughs> That was the one when the Michael Scott Paper Company was broke and had to negotiate to uh, get Michael, Pam, and Ryan back into Dunder Mifflin. That is my number three. Ooh. So our that four, three, and four swapped each other. Season right? five, episode 23. One of my favorite ones, Idris Elba. Idris Elba is in it, yes. And then the best part is that Dwight goes, <laughs> yeah. I have a B. <laughs> I, I, I'm my B guy. <laughs> you don't need to talk yeah. the rest of the time. So how many cases have you cracked? You don't crack a case. You solve a case. <laughs> I like it because it's the one that Michael finally gets one over. Like, they, again, they underestimate him like Jan yeah. does all the time. They should have estimated him. Yep. And uh, he just gets back and he <laughs> <and he> jobs. <laughs> and I like the line, uh, who's the guy, uh, David? David Wallace? Yeah. He's like, I don't have to outlast, <laughs> I don't have to outlast everyone. I just have yeah. to outlast yeah. you. <laughs> There's a shareholders meeting coming yeah. up. Yeah, a shareholders meeting. <laughs> That's good. And it's, <laughs> it's like... <clears throat> I'll just start another pay- company and then another one and another one. Lord knows I've got a bunch of names. <laughs> Michael, that's one. <laughs> uh, go ahead, Blake. What's your number three? Or four, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, my number four was the, the convention. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, Jim? My number four, I'll go to another one where Michael was uh, underestimated. Okay. Season two, episode seven, The Client. It's with uh, Tim Meadows yep. plays the oh yes, and that's when he plays the superintendent from the schools and trying to make the big sale. So he takes them to Chili. Chili's. That's well, that's the new golf course. Uh-huh. And Jan's there, and and Michael tells her, "We have a signal. If you're going out, you have to make a signal." And she starts talking. He's like, mm, 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 and then he just starts making noise like Bobby do. <laughs> And then Michael ends up making the big sale for the thing for him. And he makes out with And Jan. he hooks up with Jan for the first time. <laughs> they just kissed. But then they went and stayed back at her, her to- <laughs> hotel room. Yeah. But they didn't have sex. And he got second base. <laughs> is what they said. What's your number three, Jim? Uh, I'll stick with season two mm-hmm. and go to episode, I think, 12, The Injury. Hey, that is an honorable mention. That's when Michael Scott burns his foot. On the George Foreman, Foreman grill, grill, getting out of bed. <laughs> because he likes bacon in the morning. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and and the then morning. and then Dwight, uh, going to rescue him, wrecks his car into the gate out front <laughs> and gets a concussion. <laughs> and so they take him to the hospital. And Michael keeps trying to put his foot into the uh, MRI <laughs> machine. Sir, sir. <laughs> I like when they bring Billy, the landlord, in, who's in a wheelchair. Yeah. Michael does. We're just like each other. We're very similar to each other. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, we're not. I mean, how long does it take you to do simple things like brush your teeth in the morning? Like, 
30 seconds. Five times longer than it takes me. <laughs> uh, that was your number three, Jim? That was my number three. Uh, Blake, what's your number three? Uh, my number three, which you probably can't do today, season one, episode two, second episode, Diversity, Diversity Day. Day. Honorable mention. <laughs> Oscar, if, I, if we do boxing, I'll call you. <laughs> Michael Scott, stereotypical. <laughs> Stan- yeah. Stanley, googie googie. Do you want googie googie? <laughs> Stanley, you're obviously playing in the basketball team. Why? Uh, you're tall? <laughs> and he can't shoot. <laughs> I just like us for doing boxing match. I'll call it. <laughs> is no, the basketball game diversity day? No, no, but he's no. thinking of it later. But that that is an honorable mention, isn't it? No, no, diversity day is when he got in trouble for telling the Chris Rock joke, and Mr. Oh, Brown had no. to come in. He goes, "Oh, I'm not going to call you that." He goes, "Well, you should because it's my, my name." name. <laughs> isn't that the one they play basketball though? No, that's a different no. episode. Oh, okay, my bad, my bad. <laughs> that's the yeah, but that's the one where he ignores Kevin. And then and he and he goes and he gets um, Stanley. Um, Stanley and Stanley can't play at all. Yeah, they're playing the warehouse guys. And then at the end, Kevin like shoots like four threes in a row. No. Uh, and Brian bad. Baumgartner actually did that. Yeah, they was live. Yeah, it was a live uh, shot there. Uh, good, Jeff. Number three. Uh, my number three was Fun Run. Okay, number two. Your number three. Don't you go to your number three next? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. My number three was uh, Michael Scott. Skip Michael Scott, Scott, paper company, the uh, broke. Oh, the Basketball broke. game. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no. Sorry. Yeah. Your number two? Uh, this is a tough Man, these are tough. Um, Maybe you should have done this before you sat no, down. No, I did. I, have <laughs> I just don't have the numbers in. I, keep uh, I put oh, the just... numbers in. If you want, I can change yeah. mine. No, 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 no. I'm going with... Um... Don't say season nope. four. No, nah, I, I, I'm going the return. Uh, where Andy punches a wall, and they hide the cu- the phone in the, uh, in ceiling, the ceiling, and Andy spends the whole episode trying to kiss Michael's ass, and he's like, "Here's what I'm thinking: noon, beers, bar. Uh, where'd he go? Uh, no, Cornell. I don't want to do. Yeah, yeah. Game on the Sunday. Game. Cornell. Hofstra. Slaughter. <laughs> More beers. Wings. Go back to my house. Take a nap. Beer. Go to the bar. Beer. No, I don't want to do any of that. Season three, episode thirteen. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I'm sorry I offended you with my friendship. <laughs> yeah. That and then when Michael, and that's the one when Dwight was working at Staples. Yes. He was because Andy was able to get my uh, Dwight, Dwight out. Fired, yeah. yeah. Uh, which is another one I like too. And then when <laughs> Dwight quits, he throws his, yeah. he takes it off the staples thing. But yeah, when uh, he can't find the phone, uh, his phone because Jim hit it yeah. up in the ceiling, Twiddly. and he punches the wall because it keeps getting ringed. And he's like, "That was an over <laughs> exaggeration." Uh, let's see here, and that was why. Yeah, that was your number, was number two. two? Yep. Je- Jeff's yep. number two. Uh, my number two. That has been a murder in Savannah. Murder. Oh, that was. Uh, was it? Was it? I do declare. <laughs> nah, you you need to go with, with a little more uh, Savannah draw, a little honey on the throat. I yeah. do declare. <laughs> Crawdad. It wasn't like the guy's character, like Jesse. Caleb Crawdad. Crawdad. Yeah, and it's like. That that's the one where it's like you can't you got to go with the person you most medium suspect, <laughs> and so it's Phyllis. <laughs> uh, number two for you, Blake. So I in season four, episode thirteen, the dinner party. Oh, that's number yeah, one. Yeah, Michael and Jan was hosting. 
that, nope. and that's an basically basically the the end of well the end of Jan, but just yeah. to see how dating Michael, she went from a strong independent yes woman <laughs> in the business to selling candles. I like that she was trying to dance with Jim on it. She tried yeah. to dance with Jim and come on to him. And she's just drunk and was like, "Oh my god, it's so awkward." Dwight brings his old babysitter. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That one's just out of the top five because it's so cringeworthy. That's it what so makes it great. That's why it's the best number one so episode. I couldn't even lie and say, oh, uh, I'm changing it because the yeah, dinner party is I think the it's the best second episode. most cringeworthy episode. Well, let me think. Is it on your list, number no. one? No. Oh. So you got my number one, and I got your number one. Yeah. Oh, cool. uh, Scott's Tots. Scott's Tots oh. is the most cringeworthy. When yes. they're all singing for him. Oh, yeah. And he has to go thing. talk about it, and Stanley just starts laughing. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing is, I, th- I think Dinner Party had more laughs. Yeah. Oh, Dinner, Dinner Party was a better episode. Yeah, Scott's Tots, Scott's Tots just, was just cringeworthy. It was cringeworthy, and, and it just didn't have the laughs, I, other than Stanley laughing his ass off yeah, at yeah. Michael. <laughs> uh, what's your number two, Jim? Season four, episode 14, Goodbye, Toby. Goodbye, Toby! <laughs> yes, that was... Just, just that song made it worth it. And... <laughs> um, them thinking that Kevin is retarded. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, that's a button. <laughs> I'm so going to bang her. <laughs> I'm so going to bang her. Yeah, you got to get that. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, what's your number one, Jim? Uh, I hobied my number one. Okay. It's going to be, it's pretty much the weddings. It's going to be... Uh, season six, episodes four and five, Niagara, parts num- one and two. My number one, one of my, and I Toby did too. So go ahead. With season nine, episode twenty-four, the finale. So good. That is a good one. It was the. It was a great finale to a show. Dwight's wedding, uh, the bachelor party was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um, the bestest munchin mention. <laughs> The finale's good, too, because you bring Kevin back, and... Oh, the, the, well, the, don't they show him getting fired? Yeah, that was, the, I think, the episode before. Oh, oh was yeah, it? Yeah. Yes. Oh, he got okay. fired the episode before. I thought it was at the very beginning yeah. of the episode, but... Yeah. And the, the, Well, well, well. <laughs> the Niagara one is good with I, the I wedding because they burn his shoes. <laughs> oh, yes. I, I didn't fire you because, yeah. because you were... Uh, I didn't like you. You're just really bad at your job. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. All right. Can anybody here give me a reason why Kevin should not be fired due to <laughs> work performance performance issues only? Uh, okay. <laughs> well, Toby, well, Toby won't allow this to happen. And second cake. <laughs> well, third cake, because the first one was Stanley's retirement cake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we had to incinerate your shoes. <laughs> That Here's Michael, a free breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> Michael doesn't get a room. He figures he can just walk up yeah. and get one. Yeah. <laughs> I like the part that Kevin puts his feet in the ice. Uh, yeah, I said, oh. yeah. <laughs> and then are, are when, these dogs barking? <laughs> I like how Jim accidentally lets it known to the to everybody that Pam's pregnant at the re- rehearsal dinner, and his gra- her grandma is about ready to kill someone. Yeah. And yeah. then Michael just starts. I didn't do it. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't let it go. Was it before or after he hooked up with Pam? That's mom? at the end. Yeah, when he hooked up with Pam's And mom. the best part is when they're going down <laughs> the montage or when they're going down the aisle. 
they're all dancing, <laughs> and then they cut to them on the ship at Niagara Falls getting married. Yeah. Kevin, and Kevin in his Kleenex boxes. <laughs> yes. Shoes. He's wearing and, Kleenex and, boxes. And yeah. Andy uh, hurt his uh, scrotum. Scrotum. Andy, yeah. <laughs> so he's not, he has a walker. <laughs> uh, uh, Blake, what's your number one? What was uh, it? No, that that was threat level midnight. Okay, I like the threat level. I thought it was uh, my number one was the dinner party. Uh, my number one was Niagara, and I uh, hobied that with episode twelve of season four, the deposition. I love that one. That was one of my honorable mentions. I, my favorite part of that one was when Toby goes to sit down at the table yeah. with Michael, and he just pushes his yeah. food off the table. Yeah. <laughs> Toby sits down, tries to you know be empathetic yes. with Michael, and Michael just shoves his tray <laughs> on the ground. You know, when my parents got divorced, <laughs> and then the best is that they have his diary. Oh, and, and yeah. Toby, yeah. they're like, can I get some copies of this? Can <laughs> I get twelve copies? <laughs> and then just Michael trying to work his way through the deposition. That's what she said. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Can you read that back? Reading it back. <laughs> That's what she said. That's uh, what who said. I don't get it. <laughs> uh, you expect to be screwed over by your, your company. You don't be you don't expect to be, to be screwed, screwed over by, by your girl, <laughs> girlfriend. Yeah. Um, what, we won't do honorable mentions yet yes, because I want I want to get uh, everyone else's, so there could oh, be some overlap. Okay. Um, Make me suffer. Let's see. Brian, intern Brian. I oh, he sent it? Cool. Casual Friday. Damn it, Meredith, where are your panties? <laughs> it's <laughs> casual Friday. Marta, there's been a murder in Savannah. He's, he does this. Um, back from vacation, I'm now chopping off Phyllis's head with a chainsaw when Andy, Michael's on vacation, and they're all having the conference call, yeah. and Jim's like, Dwight, put your pants back on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, product recall. It wasn't me. They're trying to make me a scapegoat. <laughs> oh, with... Uh... Creed. Yeah, what was her name? Uh, who he Creed sets up. Uh, who wasn't Debbie there? Debbie Brown, yeah. Yeah, Debbie Brown. I was supposed to meet with somebody there last Thursday. Who wasn't there? <laughs> <laughs> and then he's collecting a money because Debbie Brown got fired. Then he just took the money, the money and ditches the card. Is that the one that uh, there's a watermark? It's like yep. a duck screwing a pig <laughs> yeah. or something? Yeah. And then Dwight's like, it's actually pretty common in the farm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, number one, the convict. You, my friend, would be the Bella de Bob. <laughs> Don't Prison drop Mike. the soap. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Stork? Uh, let's see. He's, there can only be one. Hey, Mr. Scott, what you going to do? Make your dreams come true. Scott's tots. <laughs> uh, Patrick Whaley had fun run uh, or basketball. Uh, number four, the negotiation. I made one small mistake. I dressed in women's clothes. One of my favorite lines is when he... All the women were reaching in to get in the clothes. It was a deal. Is that a women's suit? Women's suit? Uh, Women's suit. That's right. I remember. The injury. See you later, Pan. (laughs) The deposition. Best. That's what she said. It is the best. That's what she said. And dinner party. It's number one on every list for a reason. For a reason. You all should have had it number one. I had no, it I did other things. Sorry. It wouldn't have been number ones. Uh, Kevin, since the Explorer had garage sale, 
Uh, is that the fun run? Fun run? Yep, oh, fun no, run. no, no. Garage sale was when they were selling stuff. Oh, yeah, that's was right. That when Dwight was trying to start with the, the uh, oh, yeah. screw or yep. something and work his, his way, way up. all the way up. He got his oh, telescope yeah. and then he sold it for and seeds. And then turning it for, for uh, not magic beans, what do you call them? Uh, something legumes. <laughs> legumes, yeah. Legumes. Uh, goodbye, Michael. Michael's last episode. Uh, beach games. I'm not a big fan of the beach I games. Beach oh, games I had beach games. Oh, I had beach days and I mention. Okay. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Uh, it Casino funny. night was funny when he's got Jan and his other girlfriend show up. Yeah. Uh, and dinner party, obviously. Honorable uh, mentions, the Dundies. Niagara. I had the Dundies uh, as a Dundies honorable mention. Good. Uh, goodbye, Toby. Goodbye, Toby. And Christmas party. Uh, let's see here. Said it actually kind of could change from year to year. I agree. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it for that one. Let me make sure here. Okay, yeah. Uh, and then let me get one more here. We got a couple more here. Uh, we have... What do we have on Facebook? I think Nick. Yep. The Gimp. The Gimp has one. Let's see here. First off, uh, we'll get where it's Brian. Ah, oh, you son Ow. of a bitch. <laughs> you just now noticed that? Yeah, I haven't looked at this. <laughs> Season 1, Episode 6, Chartoucherie. <laughs> Season 1, Episode 7, Chartoucherie Fail. Damn you. <laughs> Season two, episode three, Chartreucherie lives again. Season four, episode one, Chartreucherie returns. Char- charcuterie returns. <laughs> oh, oh, and uh, let's see here. Making sure we got another one. Season four, episode ninety nine, <laughs> Charcuterie meets Charcuterie Love at First Bite. I think I got that one right. <laughs> right. It was the first time for everything. That was the best he's ever said that word. Damn you, Brian. <laughs> uh, Nick, the Gimp has Casual Friday. Yeah. Another favorite. Fun run. Uh, the garden party. Uh, that's oh, when they have their own little garden thing. Uh, when Jim writes the fake book on, yeah, it's when, on how to run a how to run a garden party, party and uh, uh, Andy has his dad there and he's trying to impress everybody's oh, okay. thing, and so he has and, to sing the song and then he kind of gets butt out and so they call his brother up, who it's played by Josh Groban. Mm. <laughs> uh, number two, dinner party, and number one, the injury. I like the smell of bacon in the morning. So. <laughs> uh, Sean Haley had there is only one, and it's threat level midnight. Midnight. How else would I have learned to do the scarn? Yeah. <laughs> Tie some yarn. John Webster had stress relief. Uh, which one? Is that? Not sure. I know that one. I don't remember that one. Dwight's speech. Oh, stress relief was that the one when Dwight cut the face off of the Bologna? Oh yeah. The oh CPR. no, the, the CPR dummy. Yes. CPR dummy because because uh, yeah. they had to keep everything uh, calm because Stanley, Stanley, had, a Stanley had the heart attack. And it was just because Michael was close to him and his yeah. Yeah. Dwight's speech that was good when he won salesman. <laughs> that was oh good. god. <laughs> just pound your fist. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that Michael Scott just walks away like, I gotta get out of here. Uh, goodbye, Toby. Uh, number two, the injury. And number one, dinner party. Uh, Tamara says, fire safety training. That is quite possibly one of the funniest <laughs> things. Save Bandit! And she throws the cat, cat up and, and then it, it flies down. down. For like one scene, that was fantastic. The rest yes. of the film, was, the rest of the series. I don't even remember episode. what the rest uh-huh. of the episode was. But that scene... <laughs> That Oscar climbs up into the ceiling. <laughs> was that the one when he had the heart attack? When Sam yes, had the heart yes, attack? it was. Yeah. It, was uh, yeah. pr- it, pr- it was the um, Super Bowl episode, too. Oh, that's right. It was right after Super Bowl. Uh, so there you go. Um, I think that was it. Yeah, that is it. All so right. anything uh, else we missed? One honorable mention I had that nobody mentioned was uh, Trivia. Season 8, episode 11. Oh, yeah. Trivia. 
when uh, Andy needs to make some sales or whatever and doesn't think I'll make the deadline and he finds out there's a trivia contest in Philly. And he's already bought so much paper. <laughs> yeah, he's been buying paper himself to help the sales. So he wants to win the $1,000 prize so they can buy $1,000 worth of paper. I don't remember that And one. they go to Philly to play trivia like the entire office goes. And they split up into teams. Because they... Oscar was going himself mm. and they ended up going to a gay bar to play the trivia. <laughs> okay, we'll split up into teams. We'll have our A team and... A B team and a just-for-fun team. And you all know yourselves, so split up accordingly. And Kevin's standing with the A team, and they just kind of look at him. <laughs> and then, then the uh, the, uh, the just-having-fun of Kevin, Aaron... Um, Meredith. Oh. Meredith and Kelly. Yeah. Uh call themselves the Einsteins and end up winning because they, they ask questions that... But they got the question about Einstein wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and the answer was Einstein. Everyone got that right, except for the Einsteins who put Thomas Edison. <laughs> but they, like, asked a question about what basketball player was the sixth man of the year and, like, everybody else is getting it wrong. And Kelly knew it was Lamar Odom because on Chloe and Lamar, they made a big <laughs> deal about it. Well, just to give you some... Uh, the Ringer, real quick, we'll wrap this up. Diversity Day was number five, theringer.com. The Dundies was four. The Return, um, you, me, or, me, you, me, bar, beers, buzz. Okay, so that was the one that I was talking about with Andy punching the wall. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number two, The Injury. And number one was Dinner Party. Dinner Party. The other the, epi- uh, uh, honorable mention I had was The Farm. Dwight takes everybody to the farm, the beef farm. Well, no, it was the the pot- atten- intended spinoff. Yep, the Shrewd Farm. Yeah, Shrewd uh, yeah. Farm was going to be a spinoff, so they kind of set it up, and that's when he started dating. Uh, oh, I forgot her name. Cat lady. No, no, it was a tractor lady. Uh, yeah, yeah that's oh, a tractor. Tra- they were going to go on a lease on a tractor with their <laughs> neighbor. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't wasn't uh, I had honorable mention Gay Witch Hunt? Wasn't it the one where oh, Mike yeah. said he had to kiss Oscar? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Oscar got sensitivity. three weeks paid vacation out of it. Uh-huh. Yeah, got paid vacation out of it. So I think it was six or weeks. Or six weeks, yeah. Uh-huh. Be- because that's what it was when, like, o- Oscar was gone, and then they merged branches. So Andy was actually sitting in Oscar's, Oscar's. desk <laughs> until then. Everybody started whittling away, and then he fired Dwight, so Andy moved to Dwight's desk. Mm-hmm. And what's the, what was the one where they had to increase sales? And so it was like, so they showed each each and everybody on how they went and drummed up their sales. Like Stanley went to his brother, his uh, his brothers, the other black businessmen. They uh, all that's when like, they were training. Oh, was that the training? Is that where the training Ryan one? goes with them? Yeah. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan goes with go together. Hey, Stanley, can they I uh, take the lead on this He's one? Like, sure, 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 go right ahead. <laughs> yeah. And then, <laughs> It was the African American church, and yeah. Stanley's like, "I'm just going to stay here and I'm do, do, my my do my crossword puzzle. puzzle." And then they get in the car, right. and he's just cracking yeah. up. Karen went with Phyllis. Karen went with Phyllis and got the makeover. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they went to go get. They're just like, "Why are we getting our hair done?" It's like, "Oh, don't worry about it." He goes to the guy. His wife has his it. wife has <laughs> the same hair uh, in the photo and the picture. <laughs> Phyllis makes that killer sale, and yeah, and then Dwight and uh, Dwight and Jim actually make a good sales team. Yeah. I just when Dwight goes and sits in the back seat, and so Jim slams yeah. <laughs> because injuries happen in the he slams on the brake right. and his head hits the. <laughs> I just like the Jeez. Stanley. You just said hi, hi, <laughs> 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 Or yeah, <laughs> Jim and Dwight are on yeah. the sale, so like Dwight is like 
given the pitch, and Jim just picks up his phone and calls, and it's like, let's see, this is uh, other people's customer service. This is ours, calls it, and it's like, Hi, Kelly. Hi, Kelly, this is Jim. Oh, hi, Jim, how you doing? Click. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, bad idea of the week, uh, number 1801. Not washing the office, the American version. Yeah, bad idea, people. Horrible idea. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. It's good to have everyone back. Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. From walking dead to talking heads, from comic books to TV sets, there's a history. Not so bad, there's the history. It's the history of bad, so bad. The history of bad, it's bad. History of bad ideas. Podcast. Addendum. Titles for the show. Thanks, Randall. Uh, I had Big D in the Horse Park, uh, That Guardian Guy, Any Weatherman Can Do This Job, uh, Bone and Fla- Flesh, actually said flies, but, you know, um, and that's it. That's what I had. I had Not the Spanish Announcer's Table, <laughs> I had Blake Wasted His Money, <laughs> Huge Muffins, <laughs> Who Sings Activia, <laughs> How many is a slew? And you just domestic violence, Tim. Nope. <laughs> That's not happening. I had women in overalls eating apples. <laughs> Dude, we're going to get so many hits on that. <laughs> just that one guy uh, from the public library. <laughs> Oh, this is going to be hot. This is going to be hot. There's an entire podcast based to it. <laughs> I have Blueberry Stool. Aww. Stool. Uh, Steve's Clyde Sides. <laughs> that was in the ingredients, or oh. what you read as an ingredient. <laughs> yeah. Uh, first, we empty the apple crate. <laughs> I wouldn't be smacking you over Skype. Uh, Blofeld School for Gifted Youngsters, and she twirls those whiskers. I like the apple crate. I like the apple crate. First, we empty the apple crate. It, it kind of ties the whole show together. It does. <laughs> you like that better than the women in overall? Yes, apple I song? do actually. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Change approved. Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. You've been listening to Hobie.